listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, Candy. Uh, where is this song on my Blackberry? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Looking cotton candy lipstick You're right here in my room Yeah, I wish a candlelight vigil for the one You're texting pink sweatpants Hmm, and the resting No need, don't explain to me, love Cause I know how you do, but I can see us In a different way, don't blame me cause we're not the same Sign on, suit your screen, name and misbehave So you're a playboy, you think you have kids Hopping round town with the bunnies when I'm the candy that you need, where's your sweet tooth? Heard you got it put replaced with the statue Up in near I hear she's just swell If you wanna date a rock, you think I can't tell So you're bored, are you lost, was it worthwhile? I feel the ice cold chill in her warm smile Saw you last night, you didn't have to act foul Come and sweep me from the background Feel my palms heat up on your chest now As the night creeps into bedtime vows Married in a white t-shirt, best style Still you know that I'm the best route You deserve what you get It's called respect, you ever heard of it Sometimes I stare at the wall And in the back of my mind I hear my conscience call I used to front something stupid Now I'm making them wait Except for you mama I'm ready I don't wanna be late Never hesitate You know it Petty cash and blow it Excuse me for imperfect Them halfway looks is worth it I watch these niggas lurking They just want my leftovers Watching locked up all day and slept over Yo yes y'all And Jiggy man be ballin' Leave chicks pissing toad. Some of them be crawling. Get the best of you, whatever I put it all in. Have mamas for this. I messed that completely up. Have mamas for this Lord darling. I, I told you. You got to help me out, son. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. I messed that all up. And we're in the house for another feedback show on a Saturday morning. Um, not, you know, not too much feedback this week. I guess we must have been on point. Nobody had anything to add or maybe the people that, uh, write all the time stopped listening or they forgot, but whatever. That just means it won't be three hours like last week. Thank Th- God. That's true. That's true. Maybe I'm, I can get on I'm with my I'm sorry, day. son. I don't got no mixtape like you, dog. Nobody's, uh, nobody even brought up anything about you and your horrible <laughs> rapping. So I don't know why you're being insecure. <laughs> I, w- I wasn't making any jokes. Would you like me to? No. All right, then. Uh, the Black Guy with Tips is a podcast, a comedy podcast with me and my wife. We do three times a week. Um, you can find us on theblackguywithtips.com. Uh, go there for all the information about our store, how to donate to the show, uh, all kinds of stuff, how to leave feedback and interact, leave comments and vote in our polls for each episode, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting, uh, feedback week. 
Um, so uh, make sure you guys are doing all that stuff. You can leave us five-star reviews on iTunes, and we will read them on the show. As long as they're what? Five stars only. That's right. If it's not five stars, we won't read it. So go to nope. iTunes, leave us a review, leave, make it five stars, get your voice heard. It really helps the show. Um, you can also uh, do stuff like like us on Stitcher, uh, like our Facebook page, uh, the, you know, which is just the Blackout Tips. Um, and uh, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Call the show, leave a voicemail, 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Or talk to us live today when we open up the phone lines later on mm-hmm. uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is and we're both on twitter follow us on twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t and the show twitter is at tbg wt so uh without further ado uh let's just first give the people props who gave us some money to do some podcasting yep because yep. those are the most awesome people in the world they are um so I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, Alicia, uh, and I'll say C. I don't know if she wants her, her last name out there. But Alicia, uh, she st- signed up for a recurring donation. So thank you very much, Alicia. We will see you next month. Yes, sir. We appreciate the donation. Tabitha. Thank you. Macalop. She, Macalop. Well, she's uh, also a uh, recurring donator. You've heard her name before, but thank you, Tabby. Yes. We appreciate it. And, we do. Uh, you know, because you're here for us, we will be here next week. Yeah, we will. Uh, M. Gray, she hooked us up. I believe that's M.A. Gray as a woman, I think. I hope that Macy Gray. <laughs> yeah, it's Macy Gray. Macy <laughs> yes. Gray hooked us up with a recurring donation. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next keep, month, keep, Macy. Keep, keep singing, girls, so you can keep paying us. <laughs> and Shirley Huang Esquire, please say the Esquire, uh, gave us a recurring donation, too. So, you know, she's one of the people that uh, has been with us for the longest. So oh, uh, Yeah, I think Shirley was like the first listener ever of all times. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I really think she was. She might be, man, because I, I, I know there's a few people who were on us from day one. Uh, so and I know she's one of those people that, uh, was, was constantly big up in the show, uh, back when, I mean, Ooh, shit. It was terrible. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was just like we were starting now, we were fresh, um, we didn't know what we were doing and, uh, nope. yeah, everyone who's heard episode one is like, yeah, I, I see. You guys used to be fucking horrible. Yes, y'all came a long way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So let's, uh, go ahead and get into some feedback. Uh, what do you want to do first, Karen? We got any voicemails? Yeah, we have voicemails. We have one f- review from Canada, I think. Okay, uh, let's do the Canada review. All right. On iTunes, if you have a review from a different country, please let us know. Because iTunes is by done by the country and by... by uh, uh, region, so mm-hmm. we have to switch the region to read your review. So I think we found a new one. Dave from the T dot says, "Rock, great podcast, five stars." Rod and Karen are two peas in a pod. Pod. I'm assuming that is a uh, pun on podcast, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> two peas in a podcast, and I can't stop uh-huh. listening. I can't stop listening to them, and their banter is always interesting. They always have a great have great guests, and they always keep me laughing at work. Keep it up, and we will. We will, sir. Very easy instructions. Thank so that you. was our five star review of the week, the only one this time. Um, so what do you want to do next, Karen? Voicemails. All right, let's check out the voicemails. Uh, we got a ton of these. Um, 704-557-0186 is how you leave us a voicemail, and uh. Yeah, let's, I guess since we got so many, let's just start playing them. Good grief. Yes, sir. 
Hey, what up, Rob? What up, Karen? This is Chris from Austin. Um, I'm just hitting y'all up, man. I really fuck with the podcast. I listen to y'all all the time. And, like, but the reason I'm really hitting y'all up is because I recently got into the words of my 40 Acres podcast, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it. Like, I, I think it's awesome. But one of them shows pissed me the hell off because I felt like I was just sitting back and watching Rod just get jumped, and I was, like, helpless. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I started talking about how, like, the younger generation has, like, shitty taste in music and everything was better back in the, the, um, the earlier eras of hip-hop. And that really, like, struck a chord with me, man, because I, I can remember, you know, I'm 26 years old. I can remember being in middle school and just thinking DMX was that nigga. Like, I, I remember <laughs> yes, getting sir. so I remember with my uncle. Like, yo, DMX is the hardest motherfucker out. And he was like, fuck out of here, nigga, Ice Cube. And he started playing me all this Ice Cube shit. And I'm like, is this the nigga from Friday? Like, fuck out of here. Like, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I just think everybody that, I, just, I totally agree with what you were saying, right? Like, everybody that was into a particular type of music when they was growing up, they going to love that music to the day they die. And anything afterwards is just not going to hit them as hard. You know what I'm saying? Because... You know, the first fucking CD I ever bought was Silk the Shocker, Charge It to the Game. <laughs> yeah. And I still listen to that shit to this day, and I don't give a damn. I think it's a goddamn classic. I know the nigga suck. I know the nigga can't stay on beat. And I remember listening to one of y'all podcasts where y'all just started going in on my nigga. Like, and I just couldn't do nothing but laugh. But yeah, I listened to that shit, and I thought it was the dopest shit ever. And. That's just how I go, man. In this era, there are some kids that are listening to Drake. They're listening to Two Chains. They're listening to Waka Flocka, Wiz Khalifa. And, I mean, they just don't feel like that's the greatest shit in the world. And yep. who are we to say they wrong? I mean, right. that's what they're growing up on. I mean, when hip-hop first started, there was some disco niggas that was like, man, fuck this hip-hop shit. This is whack. And then when, like, Gangster came out, it was early in the 80s that was like, this is bullshit. When the West Coast took over, the East Coast niggas was like, yo, this is whack. The South took over, and everybody else was like, yo, this is bullshit. This is whack. So, I mean, just go. And anybody who don't see that, man, I think you're full of shit. Like, for real. Like, <laughs> there really is no fundamental difference between Two Chains and DMX. I mean, DMX was fucking barking and growling on record. Right. Oh my father, niggas! Like, what's what's? Come on, man! Everybody had their gimmick. Master P used to moan on records, and I, was right. and I just thought it was the greatest shit in the world. I was fourteen years old, and to this day, I still listen to it. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, that shit hurt my heart listening to you, like not being able to get your point across because everybody was like jumping in with this this bullshit. Like everything is so bad these days. I mean, there's plenty of hip hop on the internet and you can find something to jam, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the radio has always been payola, they always play the same shit over and over and over and over. And I think it's a better era now because there's more avenues for you to kinda get the type of music that you want. Like, I can listen to ratchet shit when I wanna listen to ratchet shit. I wanna listen to some chill shit, I can go find that. I wanna listen to some weird atmospheric experimental shit, I can find that. Like so I just think it's a great era. And it is what it is, man, you know. But, yeah, I, I had to touch on that, man. Much love on the podcast. I fuck with y'all. I'm going to keep fucking with y'all and keep doing what y'all do. I'm out. Oh, man. I, Thank you, sweetie. That was cool. What was his name? Alex? Was that? His? Let me um play the beginning of that again because uh, I, I I was trying to add his name to our uh, uh, registry thing, yeah, and uh, so. it wouldn't let me. Hey, what up, bro? What up, Karen? It's Chris from Austin. Chris. Chris, Chris, from, Chris Austin. from Austin. All right, cool. Um, 
yeah i don't know karen have you even heard that show that he's talking about the episode of uh, where's my 40 acres that was on not yet because i'm behind with brandon and them okay yeah well um well like chris was saying there was a whole conversation we had on there and they were going on about how uh you know uh hip-hop is is worse now and music in general is kind of worse uh and uh you know it was better when we were kids and all that stuff and um you know it was and you know i disagree with them to an extent because i feel like it's that nostalgia thing that rose tinted Mm -hmm. glasses uh uh that that we have um when it comes to music where it's like yeah you know back back in the day it was this and it was that and i was like yeah man but here's the thing um we had our bullshit too and it's, yes, it's like it's like we get so stuck on trying to be righteous and like down the current state of shit and i, I guess that's what all people do is they get older and it's just that our generation is no exception no it's not and, and, and i remember you um having this conversation before and you brought up a good point a lot of people love music in the time where they had time to fucking listen to unlimited music right like once you get older you get a job you start having shit to do you have kids you don't have unlimited time to sit and be on what's hot and what's not and all that bullshit yeah. so the time that you spent where you have forever in a day to just rock shit you think that's the best stuff ever. and the thing is any measurement that i used to bring up what you know what was going on with music they were just eschewing like they didn't care about any facts or evidence it was just like fuck that it was better the end you know like when they were bringing up like um, you know, like they'd be like, well, you know, the radio was much better back then. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, the, same the thing is, like, you know, the radio had a lot of bullshit on it then mm-hmm. and it kind of started with our generation. I'm not yes, saying, I'm not saying it was, uh, like, uh, it wasn't, uh, more diverse. I'm saying that it it became it was always bullshit bullshit compared to what was available like uh real hip-hop heads had you know especially if you're not from dig if you're not yeah if you're not from new york or something like that and you're really into hip-hop you had to go to the bootleg man yeah you had to go find the you had to go in the hood you had to find Mm -hmm. the uh the tape man like like you had to dig yeah they had like sections of certain uh you know at record stores where like you had to go find the mixtapes and the stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you know that's the reason that dj clue existed back then was because it was such a void in music like yeah like there's like there's really no need for dj mixtapes now Mm -mm. um even though they exist nobody really goes oh you heard that new clue because Mm -hmm. there's no fucking reason for them because we get our music our own now and i actually like that more about this generation more i think they have an advantage over us which is that they're not trapped by the radio um and they don't they don't have to work as hard to find good music you know um and you know they were trying to use it as a as a negative but i was saying it's a positive yeah that there's so much music available that you you're almost inundated with music like it's almost too much music and uh, and of course it feels like too much music to me and brandon and those guys because we have full-time jobs but if i was like 14 man you know how much fucking artists i would be able to catalog off the top of my head like yo this dude's dope that dude's dope this dude's dope but it's all about you know what kind of kid are you you know if you're just a kid that listens to the radio which we had back in the day Mm -hmm. then you know whoop there it is might be your shit 
in our that's day. True. That, that's know? true. And and also things they don't want to talk about too is that you know you would have to buy tapes when people send that back at the trunk of their car. Right. Um, and also I think um, where the north, south, east, west, it was so divided where people had their music in their regions, and unless you were there. You would have never heard of it, and 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 it took like the internet and MTV and all that stuff to kind of broadcast and broaden like like and, and, and I, well, a lot of that sharing started during our generation. Which yes, is, it did. Which was another reason that I think that our generation sounds so hypocritical when we start dissing the current kids. Yes, because we actually were the start of all the bullshit in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like to be honest. We kind of killed a lot of what was positive about hip hop by being the generation that stopped buying music. We were the generation that uh, decided that we were going to just download the shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We were also the generation that brought Master P to prominence. Yes, we were. But, but we don't ever want to take credit for that. We like I talked to Brandon on Twitter about it, and he was like, uh, yeah, you know. The, uh, the, the uh, Master P and them, they just ran the South, and that's why they were big. They were never big anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, Silk the Shocker debuted what? at number one. Silk the Shocker. Yeah. It's not, it's not no. even the good rapper. No. Silk the Shocker debuted at number one on the Billboard they charts for America. That's right. And the South can't do that by itself. If the nope. South, if the South was buying records like that, then how come it took so long for y'all to hear of 8-Ball and MJG? You know what I mean? Like, how come? How, why is Pimp C and Bun B just getting big when they do a song with uh with Jay Z? That it doesn't make sense. Like mm-hmm. it just, but it's like weak. Like it's that cognitive dissonance where it's just like, no, 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 no. Uh, that it had to be this way. It's like no, it shit has been fucked up for a while, and we kind of started it. So whenever we pull the like start high siding on these kids now I, I always get a little bit of prick on my you know like a little prick in my spine like oh come on dog that's 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 you know this this doesn't sit right with me we just shitting on these kids just because we can shit on them and that's and right. and and and, if, and any fact that you bring up to be like well this song was the most played on the radio they're just gonna shit it shit on it like no 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 it's different you know no and it, dmx was hot i'm like dmx is a terrible fucking yes, rapper yes he was well, well and, and i was like to me dmx and two chains the same Say that again. Like everybody's gonna, everybody they hot right now. Everybody's gonna like them, but it, longevity wise, we will look back and be like, that nigga never was that good. Mm-mm. I just was fourteen, yes. sixteen, eighteen, and I just was jamming at the time because you know it was it was simple music that you could just ball out to, but it wasn't actually good music. You know, when I start bringing up artists that are good, I'm not bringing them up. You know, and I do think um, to some extent. There was more diversity on the radio back then, um, definitely. True. But um, at the same time, it depends on where you live. Like Brandon, yeah, Brandon yeah. told me he had six. They had six hip hop radio stations where he grew up. We, we had, had one. One. So I'm like, that's probably why it's different. Like, one. like I heard a variety of shit from one station because they had to play everything. Everything. And everything. you know, maybe they were playing my mama music. They were playing right. my music. They were playing my grandma. The music. corny music, the good music, yes. the pop rap. Like they were playing it all. So. I think that could be a huge part of it that didn't really get brought up until I talked to him on Gchat and I was like, damn, that's probably everything right there was just simply that. Like, if you grew up with six radio stations playing hip hop, you probably do have a completely different idea. Cause like, if Master P's on channel seven, you can just change it to channel one. Whereas yeah, with us, it's like Master, Master P was P, on. It was like Master P R and B. That was, that was it. Yeah. And I mean, niggas, I mean, it was just ridiculous how he was denying the whole, the whole, uh, no limit phase. Like that wasn't part of hip hop. No I mean, they, huge. right. They had like the Jada kiss and like fucking, 
uh cameron and them jumping on master p tracks jay-z was on silk the shocker state but somehow it wasn't you know it didn't it wasn't a big thing in hip-hop it's like nah man y'all just want to feel like it was better it's like i i don't get into that i don't need that type of thing all right next question hey Greg, um, whispering. Say it with your chest. Huh? Yeah, say it with your chest. See if I can turn it up. But what I want to tell you I'm sorry, Greg. I can't tell what the fuck you're saying. You guys say it with your chest, dog. Can't be calling here whispering and shit, man. So will you try to holler at me? <laughs> hey, Roddy, Karen, hey, uh, what y'all hey, got on? Karen, what y'all got on? Y'all, y'all, y'all doing fin- tonight? Y'all finna sexy over there. Right. <laughs> uh, apparently, I have missed an episode. Oh. Um, I'm listening to the feedback show. Uh, Miss Karen. Yes. Who the fuck insulted you or said some fuck shit to you? Okay. Oh, got the reason that you had to have this poem about <laughs> some kind of apology that was half-assed. Okay, uh, I need to know what episode this was. You know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna go. Never mind. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> whoever out there who said that, you gonna hear from me in, in, in about a good minute. Oh All Lord. Right? <laughs> uh oh. I think that was Susan B that wrote that email about uh not uh, yeah. you, you being about, annoying or something. She, she sent that while while she was was in uh, ATL. Yeah. So let's see. Hey, what's up? Oh, and someone, hold on, before I play this, someone in the chat said Brandon is self opinionated and doesn't care if anyone else has something to say. He whack, seemed like he always trying so hard. Uh, first of all, Brandon's one of the funniest people I know, period. Uh, without exception. That, man, it, that shit they did two weeks ago with Jocelyn interview, uh, <gasps> I, I was crying laughing in, 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 while I was doing cooking dinner. Um, second of all, um, I'm self-opinionated and don't care about people's opinion. If you listen to me, uh, then you listen to somebody that really don't give a fuck also. Cause like, that was the thing. I went on that show. I didn't feel like I had to back down or, oh, I got jumped. No one agrees with me. Let me leave. Like, nah, man. I like, it's cool because. That's just how we are. We roll. And, and one of the things I, I like about Brandon so much is that he's one of the few people that I can argue with. And then we hop on Xbox and it's like nothing. Yep. You know, a lot of people are really bitch made. Yes, uh, they are. Out here. And it's like if you talk to them and it's not like we disrespect each other. Mm-hmm. We just disagree. Mm-hmm. And you talk to someone and you disagree with them. A lot of people get mad take it personal don't they they cut you off they don't want to be your friend blah Mm -hmm. blah blah or they can dish it out and they can't take it they you know it's like the people that you know they'll call up to our show or 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 write us or something they'll say something kind of backhanded mean about the show and if you say something to them it's like well y'all didn't have to do that like people can't take it so like uh while i think brandon gets passionate and stuff while we're debating i get passionate Mm -hmm. but i i just hope people don't think that it's anything more than that that's Mm -hmm. my nigga and i talk to him just about every day so yeah all right voicemail hey what's up party people i'm on myself god i hope y'all can hear me my landline acting a goddamn fool i don't know why but anyway just a thought that popped into my head a couple of them actually uh since gay is still the news of the day i was just wondering if the world was filled with nothing but gay women, 
do you think the backlash would be as strong as it is? Mm-mm. I'm just curious as to what you think about that. If it was a world full of lesbians only, you know, as, if, as far as gay people are concerned, mm-hmm. would it really be that much stress? You know what I'm saying? See, I blame... I blame the gay men. Yeah, R to the edgy. I blame you. <laughs> you see what going to the gym and having rock hard abs has done. Y'all just fucking us all up, man. Y'all fucking us all up. Now nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Hey, you know what? Y'all know I love my, my people. I don't give a fuck. We all friendly. For real, though. But I'm just curious as to what you think about that. You know what I'm saying? Is it? Is it? Is it because, like, People have a hard time uh, seeing men with men. Is that the issue? Real talk, though. Is that the issue? Personally, I don't give a fuck. Love who you want to love. But I'm, I'm, I was just curious about that. And another thing, forgive me. Y'all know I'm drunk on this shit. So y'all just got to connect the dots when you can if I ain't making no sense. But goddammit, y'all know what the fuck I be saying. But anyway, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of getting into the whole boycott spirit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... Uh, all my gay people out there, we need to boycott some real shit, okay? I think, um, first we need to boycott lemons, okay? Yes, goddammit, lemons, lemons, them motherfuckers are too sour, okay? I don't know what the fuck they doing to lemon nowadays, but them motherfuckers are too sour. <laughs> we need to boycott lemons, okay? All right, and then when we finish doing that, we need to boycott eyelashes, Yes, damn it, eyelashes. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why eyelashes got to be two and three inches long. I'm, you know what? I just don't even understand that, really. I mean, I just want to boycott because I'm confused. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Really? I mean, that's just that's just how that shit goes. Okay. And uh, last but not least, um, when we finish boycotting lemons and eyelashes, we need to boycott. Uh, the color magenta. Because every time somebody <laughs> mentions that color, there's always somebody who quickly follows saying, oh, that's just a gay color. Mm. See, so magenta be starting shit, okay? Magenta <laughs> is the reason for all of this bullshit, okay? That, that's, that's what I'm thinking. So, okay, this is what we got, gay people. This is what we going to boycott, okay? We boycott lemons, eyelashes, and the color magenta. Y'all with me? <laughs> Can't argue that point. That's fine. God Sound logic. People. All my gay people out there, we got to do better. You understand what I'm saying? Bullshit like like boycotting Chick-fil-A, you know what that's doing? That's cheapening our argument. This is real talk. You know what I'm saying? We need to hit where it counts, okay? I mean, and, and that's just real talk. I, I don't have a solution, but I know it's a better way than boycotting chicken. You know, that much I do know. That's all I'm saying, gay people. Hey, in the meantime, y'all be easy. I'm finna go finish getting my drink on. Peace out. Uh, peace out, chill. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think that's one of the things we kind of hit on was like, um, it's not, it's, it, for me, it's not even about like, Oh, we have to defend Chick-fil-A. I have to eat Chick-fil-A. Like I said, I don't even want to eat Chick-fil-A right now just because it's too much. Like, they were assholes, and they really took it to a point where even a reasonable person has to go, what what the fuck are you doing? Why are you trying to make chicken political? Why? Like, you want this to be a thing now. 
um yes but at the same time it's still one of those like i still feel like it's not helping anything it won't change anything it just mm-hmm. makes people feel better mm-hmm. but maybe that's what people are in it for is to just they just want to feel better about what they're doing yeah, so not lazy protesting people would do shit disease i can give you a few dollars for some chicken and call the protest yeah but i think that's a good point and uh that list that she said boycott is uh hilarious uh yes lemons i agree uh art to the edgy stop being rod you and Karen really might be there until like four o'clock in the afternoon. Cause yeah. <laughs> I'm just really the shit. You know what I'm saying from the show. So this is my thing. This is a question for Karen. Karen, mm-hmm. um, you were saying that the workplace is a place for politics. God damn it! Why the fuck? Excuse me, y'all. My cell phone ring, but I ain't gonna answer the bitch. So if you hear like a, a slight beep or something, that's to call me. Okay, they hang it up now. Cool. But this is a question for you, Karen. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you said that the workplace wasn't a place for politics, and I'm just wondering, uh, when you say that, do you mean the workplace is not the place to discuss politics mm-hmm. or to impose one's political beliefs, you know? Or, or I mean, because it's like, okay, what if you work for a company, right, and you feel the need for unionization? You know what I'm saying? How and where are you supposed to discuss it? Now, I understand about, you know, yeah, you don't want to piss off and, and your job might be in jeopardy and all of that shit. I mean, I get that, you know, but I, I'm just saying, I just need you to clarify that because, you know what, that's an issue. Uh, point that you that you brought up, and I, I just want to know, really, you know, I want you to go into detail a little bit more about what you meant, you know. And I understand about, uh, fuck you, I don't want to talk about it, but can you just can you speak on that a little bit? Can can you do that for me? All right, I'm gone. Peace out. Peace. Mm-hmm. All right, Karen, what 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 were you talking about with the politics and work stuff? Um, this is how I feel about it. Um, when it comes to politics at work. I'm more on that Democrat. Do you vote Democrat? Do you vote Republican? Do you vote? You know, people ask about opinions about abortion, opinions about gay rights, things like that. Like, I, I consider all that to be political because a lot of all the quote unquote hot button topics that everybody talks about right now, um, you know, stuff as simple as do you go to church and things like that. Those are political topics for a lot of people. And when I'm in a working environment, I feel like they pay me to work and perform a job unless they hire me to talk about politics and, and all that stuff. That's a whole nother story. And when you talk about unions, I don't feel like unions are politics. The reason why, reason why is because unions have to do with your working environment, your work atmosphere. Unions affects the job. Your political beliefs, if you vote Republican, if you vote Democrat, if you vote for Romney, that has shit else to do with the job I'm doing right now. What does it have to do with me processing? What does it have to do with me turning the reporting and it has nothing to do with that and also i think that for a lot of people they use this as a way to be very judgmental in the working environment and they bring things to a working environment that can affect it in in a negative manner 
And I think that a lot of times people ask that because they feel as though they want to be superior to you or either they feel like they want to have a connection with you or whatever it may be. But I feel like when I get my paycheck, my paycheck is the job I perform. My paycheck is not did I talk about politics all day at my for, for 40 hours this week. That has shit to do with my job. And that's why I feel like and for some people, it just makes them feel uncomfortable. What about people? What about the people that don't vote at all? What about the people that don't believe in what you believe in? The problem I run into is that everybody want to talk about politics until you bring up some shit that's contrary to what they believe in. Because a lot of times people talk to you, they assume that y'all on the same page. And then when you're not, this is people in general, but when in a working environment, I got to work with you. So then when I bring up something and you like, pro-life and I believe in abortions all of a sudden everybody looking at each other crazy out there I got to work with you like and and the thing is that this conversation might end up affecting promotions and and other things that don't have nothing to do with the topic at hand so I prefer just not to talk about it just get along with everybody in my working environment because I think that's part of being professional but that's just my opinion yeah um, also I mean I would say that goes for a lot of stuff like religion and stuff like politics for a lot of people is religion and you don't yes. know you don't really know who it is until the conversation starts yes that's why i bunched that together because for some people it's not just democratic and republic religion and all that stuff they crunch that all into one pot because some people like to keep that separate but i don't consider it a separate entity a lot of people like to bunch that together when they talk about politics all right next voicemail hey man what's up Black guy who took nation, forgive me for a minute. Y'all know how I get down. Y'all know I'm on this shit. And I don't remember if I did this already. So if I did, oh well. Just go ahead and get your laugh on at my expense. It's all good. But, uh, this goes out to Toya. Alright? Uh oh. Toya, uh, she, she's in Iraq, man. She, she gone, man. She over there. So, <laughs> I want everybody to wish her well. You know what I'm saying, Toya? If you're out there listening, I'm thinking about you. I know you're going to get your listen on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want you to tell me how that sand pussy tastes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, for real, though. Hey, we the same motherfucker. We don't discriminate. True that, true that. And uh, Toya, from the bottom of my heart, this is for you. And you know what? This is really like going against every fiber of my being. I told Rod I was going to do something special for you on the next feedback show. So here it is. Oh, Jesus, pray for me. <laughs> All right, Toy, this is for you. Fuck Mario Chomp. Oh, that was sweet, chill. What? <laughs> what? You go. <laughs> Told you gonna be happy when she go out, go go out on her rounds next time. Did that just fucking happen? <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm, I'm pretty sure she just washed her mouth out with soap. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't even know what to say to that. I'm, 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 I'm shocked. I'm speechless. <laughs> Next voicemail. I don't even know. I can't add anything to that. Mm-hmm. That, huh? That. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is for the young lady that insulted Karen. Now, understand something. 
I don't disrespect women. Alright, because I love the ladies too much. <laughs> but in your case, I think I'm going to have to make an exception. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Alright, now, nah. I can understand you not agreeing with whatever Rod and Karen says or the way they say it or whatever. But you don't have to be disrespectful about it. You know what I'm saying? I have nothing but contempt for disrespect. You know, disrespect is the reason why people are suffering right now. You know, it's up for that reason because you came out the mouth wrong and make it so bad you just gonna give a half-ass apology. I'm gonna have to invite you to suck a dick or two. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't just a regular dick. Miss Lady, Father, Sir, whoever you are, wherever you come from, I don't give a damn what you think about me because you don't know me and you don't know how I get down. But uh, just understand this I ride for my people. And you ain't gonna come out of my wrong to Rod or Karen ever. Ain't nobody gonna ever do that shit. So, I, what I'm gonna need you to do right now, I'm gonna need you to suck a dick. But not just any dick. I'm gonna need you to suck a pimple, bloody, puss oozing dick. Okay? Uh-huh. I need you to put that in your mouth, alright? And, and, and just suck on that for a little while. You know what? Because you know what? And then you will be what? You gonna come out the mouth and then what? You gonna turn around and call yourself apologize and still come out the mouth wrong? I ain't got no love for that shit, man. Miss Lady, check yourself, man. Um, you, you gonna soon find out. This ain't the show for you. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a rider. I'm a rider. Look, I am Rod and Karen's personal bodyguard. You understand what I'm saying? I am their virtual bodyguard, however you want to call it. You just don't come in the mouth like that. Ladies out there, I apologize for what you're telling me to, for, for what you're hearing me tell other women to do. But fuck that. If you're wrong, you're wrong. And Miss Lady, you wrong. And what you need to do is call back or leave an email and leave a proper apology. I didn't appreciate that shit. And according to the poll, the majority of Black Alhutis Nation didn't appreciate that shit. Check yourself, Missy, because if you don't, I'm going to check your ass for your ass. That's all I got to say. All right? And while you sucking that... That dick, I need you to put one up your ass, too. That dick, that dick, what the fuck you sound like. Straight ass, man. Aww. Fuck you, Miss Lady. That's real talk. And if you got something to say, say it. I'll get with you. I promise you I will. Oh, that's, that was abrupt. That, <laughs> that shit just ended. <laughs> yep, she was like, I'm out. Watch your back, Subi. I hope everything's... All right. Uh, hope she didn't hang up and she was driving up, pulling up to a drive-thru. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Sue is cool with me and cool with Karen. And uh, there's no issues. There's no beef with us because Karen accepted that weak-ass apology. So, but you didn't, sir. No, but she wasn't apologizing to me. She was apologizing to you. You were the offended party, and you accepted that shit. So it's over, chill. There's not, me and you being mad about it doesn't matter. The entire Blackout Tips nation thinking that that was a weak apology that Karen shouldn't have accepted doesn't matter. Karen accepted it, so uh, I'm moving on from it. Uh, Sue, you you know you're welcome to. Uh, I'm not gonna give you any more hassle about it. Uh, you're welcome to call and uh, continue to write or whatever. You know, I have, I have no hard feelings, no ill will towards Sue because Karen 
already thinks that that's a good enough apology so all right next voicemail hey rod and karen this is diana diana um, i up? wanted to give you guys a call i just finished listening to um your last feedback show and karen i think it was you who mentioned um bojangles and mm-hmm. i just wanted to um hear a story about my very first experience going to Bojangles, I Uh-oh. had to be about um, 13 years old, and I had gone on a bus trip with my grandparents' Sunday school to um, New Orleans. And um, just for the record, we, we didn't do anything Christian on that trip, but <laughs> I digress. So anywho, um, I'm with my cousins and... Um, the bus had basically stopped in this area where there were a bunch of places uh, to go eat. And so my cousins and I decided to go to Bojangles. So I had my little vacation money, and, you know, I go in there and have something to eat. And I left my purse on the floor in the restaurant. Uh-oh. So my cousins and I, like, it was like a big highway that, like, the bus was on the other side of the highway. And so we're running across the highway, and, like, as soon as we get to the other side, I realize. <laughs> Chill interrupted that lady's voicemail. Let me answer this. Hey, hey, Chill. Uh, what's up? Oh, okay, true. I, I, forgive me if, if I messed up your shit. You know, it's all I right. think I apologize every time. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. I'm going in blind. I'm going in blind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, you cut off somebody's voicemail, but we'll try to play it again afterwards. What, what's, oh, shit. You know it, what? I'm so, people, oh, oh, god damn it. See, I thought I kind of run. I'm like, okay, it's like 5 to 11. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> oh, you good, what the fuck? sweetie. You know, because I, I don't know how the show going to work. I don't know if it's going to be a short show or a long show. I apologize, people like that. Please play that voicemail. I don't want them hating me. Uh, don't I worry. Really we'll play it afterwards. Don't worry about it. What's up with you? What, what, what's up? Nah, nigga. What's up with y'all? Stop. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you know what? That's a good look. Keith and the girl giving you props and shit. Oh you know? yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, him do that. She made our yes. our week, man. That's awesome. Hey man, that's hey, that's that's a good look, man. man told y'all y'all was a shit. Try to told y'all, <laughs> hey, but you know what? Now it's cool with y'all, cause like I say, I know y'all humble and shit. Y'all, I don't understand, you know, why y'all don't believe y'all that good. But goddamn, <laughs> the evidence don't speak for itself. Well, goddamn it, y'all just need straight jackets to fit in my foot. But on the real, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. I understand where y'all coming from, but you ain't killing me. I know goddamn well. When y'all be alone, y'all be walking around the house butt naked. I mean, titties <laughs> swinging, dick swinging, high-fiving the shit out of each other. Like, y'all nigga, we the shit. I know y'all be doing that shit. I know damn well y'all be doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Hey, you know what, Rod? It's all right to stop. And pat yourself on the back every now and then. It really is. I, you know what? I do it every once in a while on Twitter or something. Like it'll like something will happen, and I'll just completely like freak out and be like, I can't believe we're we're doing this. You yes. know what I mean? But but in general, man, you, I, I I wish I had that kind of confidence about it. But yeah, we, I, everything that happens good for the show is a, a genuine surprise to me. Yes, we just be on our grind, and even with a uh, shout out dog production, they're still winning awards for, for dirt yeah. cheap therapy. 
so it's like yeah they just want another uh oh i got another nomination in another festival and this one's in la so they'll be doing a screening there so but yeah every time something happens man like you know what it is chill i think if you just put your nose down and grind yes sometimes you don't you don't really look up or look behind you and then go oh damn there's everybody else like you just trying to do your best and i i think that's what happens i don't really uh look at other people's shows and measure us and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i just look at it like we need to do the best shit we can do because we can control that and uh yeah. whenever you hear something like uh, like like i said him just saying she listened to the show i was like, shocked i, uh, I, I, I was, thought she was at, playing yeah i was at my desk shaking man and then like when she <laughs> like was responding on our facebook page and quoting the show i was like holy shit, shit. she actually listened she listened for yes. real i thought it was a joke man me too i, I saw she uh liked our facebook page man it was just i don't know man i I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, it's, man. It's I, know, I know. And, and see, I'm going to tell you. And that's why we in Black Yahoo Chip Nation love y'all. Because y'all, y'all bring it, but y'all so humble with it. That's why, cause that's why I'm saying it's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's hey, I'm I'm going to borrow a, a phrase or line from that movie, ATL. Yeah, I saw the movie. Don't judge me. Anyway, <laughs> don't judge me. But, yeah, uh, it's like what, what the girl told, told T.I. Hey, Black Yahoo Chip Nation, we just wish that you could see what we see. Put it that way, you know what I'm saying? Cause, and that's another reason why we love y'all, cause y'all so fucking humble with it, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's just like it's just so cool to just see, you know, how your show is evolving. I mean, y'all got heavy hitters giving y'all props, and these these motherfuckers are heavy hitters. I mean, yeah. they just I mean they late to the party at the same time <laughs> they they enjoying the party, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, well, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? And I just think that is so fucking cool, man. And it if, was. if if nobody look, everybody love y'all, but I got to tell you because sometimes you just got to tell people. So I'm just tell you, keep doing y'all thing. I appreciate what the fuck y'all doing, and it's well deserved, man. It's well fucking deserved, man. Well deserved. Thank you. Thank y'all, 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 y'all shit. So anyway, um. With that being said, um, I, I have to go now because this is this, this a short, it's a little short high and by session. You okay, know what I'm saying? I'm no problem. Because I got to go find some more shit to boycott, okay? Call us with that list. I like that list. <laughs> You know, you know what I want to know. This is what I want to know. Uh, you had Chick Fil A before, too? Never, never. never. Okay, life. okay. Because I was like, Mama, how the fuck we never had this shit? Because we don't want the time and shit. And Mama say, well, I didn't had it. Okay, well, what the fuck was that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, this is when we was little. Tell me something, because it's a mall down here we call Sawgrass, but it's like an hour fucking drive away. She goes, now remember when you mean you and, and ain't more than Vanessa? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, what? How old was that? Like 10 years old? 11 years old? First of all, I ain't no Chick-fil-A been around that damn long. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, long time. But, I mean, but she, she, she was saying like, I was like, what, a, a, a preteen or some shit? Like that, or, or barely hit 12 or 13 or some shit? Okay, mama, yeah, I don't remember you having that. I'm sorry, but I've never had Chick-fil-A. I want to know what all the fucking hype is about. I really do. But you know what? Uh, I ain't going to sweat it. I mean, yeah. not because I'm protesting. It's just, like I say, I'm not going to be driving no damn half hour right. to find mm. some chicken sandwiches. But you know the thing is, I'm listening to Firestarter. Yeah, K-Bad, man, that shit sound like crack. <laughs> oh, man, he was like, you know, it, it was so funny. He was like, look, I understand. You know, I'm with you, but he's like, I can't help it. This shit's good, dog. 
like, I have. Yeah, he did. He'll you know, promote his book and people giving him a lot of praise for his book. I might, might have to cop that or try right. to get that and try to read, well, you know, try to read that or something. He needs to come out an audio book or something because I ain't with that reading shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like you know, and even he was saying he's really mad at Chick-fil-A for what they're doing because now he had to give up one of his favorite snacks. It's like, Eric, what is, what the, is that, okay, real talk. Chick-fil-A is really pussy on a bun, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I, t- I, t- I tell Roderick, um, I, I say that Jesus cooks their meals. I'm, I'm serious. I, I really think that Jesus is back there working six days you know, out of You know what it is for Chick-fil-A off. for me, man, is like uh, as a complete fast food experience, it, it, it is just better. Like, to be quite honest, and it's sad that they're better because the only thing that makes them better is that they care just a little bit. Yeah, Like, they do. so many fast food places don't, don't give get, a fuck. Nope. So, like, your, your dude taking your order is a dickhead. Uh, they, yeah. they fuck your order up. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, they, they food ain't never, uh, prepared fresh and ready to get hot and it's shit. Cold. Yeah. yeah. Like, Chick fil A does the minimum amount of shit that yes. you, like, if Chill came to my house and I was making her food, they do all the shit that I would do making someone a meal, which is, you know, just enough so that person be like, oh, cool, thank you. You know, it's just being considerate. And everyone else is so bad that, so bad. that, that, that they could get by with being homophobic. Like, you just like, it's cool. <laughs> Chick-fil-A might be the official food of heaven, dog, or something. Like, it don't make sense. No. Chick- in, that, in that story, K-Bad told, I mean, no, the tone told, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. was a Chick-fil-A in the middle of nowhere that has survived for years without a drive-thru. Without think, a drive-thru? Think about that. <laughs> think about that. I mean, people, niggas was getting out their cars? In America. People, people were stopping, wow. getting out their cars, and going in at such a rate that this Chick Fil A could exist for years without a drive through. Oh, it wasn't. Good. It wasn't even in a mall. It was just a Chick Fil A building, right? Yeah, yeah. like wow. that's insane, man. Like, could you imagine the places that was like open and closed all around them over all those years? Yeah, it's it's insane, man. I I don't know, dude. I and I like I said, I do wonder what else. Like, I wonder if like the YMCA is supporting some of these charities and shit. Like, <laughs> true, you know, like I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I just want everybody to shut the fuck up and let me live in ignorance. Cause no, no shit. Do I like everybody can exercise with us? We want all y'all money. Yeah. The more people keep coming out, the more I'm just like shut. No, shut the fuck up. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just to the point now. It's just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm for real, cause I'm, I'm just really, you know, I'm like, I'm not driving on that way, but you know, if they keep this shit up, I'm just gonna have to go find me a Chick Fil A and find out what the fuck is going right. on in America around this bitch. <laughs> right. I really am, cause this don't make no sense. Chicken, chicken, <laughs> chicken, chicken, and a banana pudding milkshake. I want you. Here you go with the banana. God damn it, Carrie, here you go with the banana pudding. That's all I've been needing you say for the jump off. Since the last time I heard you talk about motherfucking 
When I said that you was cheating on Raw, yeah. when you get your hair done and shit, the banana milkshake, the banana That's all she care about. I, you know what I'm worried about is the um, I, I just hope that Krispy uh, Krispy Kreme has no political affiliation. I hope not. Now. Like that's no, the one. Krispy that's Kreme the one that'll break now. Rod, if them K's stand for anything other than Krispy Kreme, yeah, I'm uh, devastated. Now I might I might endure real. I'm listen. I'm not. Joking. I might endure real racism. At Krispy Kreme and still get donuts. Like that's how <laughs> bad. Like Krispy like, Kreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so I'm a nigga. Good. I like, know I'm a nigga. Keep yeah, they might. Them they might be like, here's your donuts, nigger. I'll be like, uh, how much was it? Three fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. These are hot, right? These are good. Yeah, right. They hot. I feel them. Yeah. Would, no, would, like would you like a? Would you like a? Would you like exact change? Yeah, you know, yeah. I have, I have yeah. Exact change. Yeah. You know what? I might let him keep change. Yeah, you come, nigga, and you can keep the change. That motherfucker be so good. <laughs> yes, you, you keep the gas. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Right. You keep the motherfucking change. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you, would you like this racism glaze? Like, like, hey, like, I'm not joking. I might walk past a line of boycotting old black people and get chick <laughs> and get Krispy Kreme. Say that again. Like, if they was out there, like, <laughs> brother, they they in there calling <laughs> us niggas. I'd be like, I know. Oh, man, excuse me, excuse yeah, me, excuse me. Pardon yeah, me, excuse me. But like, you know, you got to pick them donuts out the back. I will. Where the back door at, dear? Where the back door? Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I'll back my truck up there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Yeah, I ain't got no problem. I'll back the truck up. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that shit for no duckings. Hell no. Oh, man. I'll lose. I mean, Call me all kind of cool and shit. And I be doing a song shoot right out the motherfucking door. Right out the door. What's that shit, bro? What's that shit? Thank you. Shit. David, I look at a bow jangling. I have my tap shoes out. Tap, tap dancing right on out the front door. You know what I'm saying? Real tough, man. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Man, I'm, I'm sweating. Hey, I just wanted to call <laughs> and say shit and give y'all props, man. I, I ain't gonna keep y'all. Well, thank you very much for thank calling you, in, chill. chill. You know, you know, know the top of you. Hey, tell the people voicemail, because I don't want them hating me, because I ain't trying to hurt nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love everybody. So, on that note, like I who took Nation, y'all have a good one. Ron Karen, y'all know I love y'all. You too, Peace. Peace. Oh, man. Oh, chill is hilarious, man. She's the best. Let me play this voicemail for everybody again. Sorry about that, guys. So, but don't, uh, yeah. yeah, it's got to start all the way at the beginning. So sorry, and it was kind of a long one. So, so yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, apologize. Hey, Rod and Karen. Jennifer Bojangles. Diana. Um, I wanted to give you guys a call. I just finished listening to um, your last feedback show, and Karen, I think it was you who mentioned um, Bojangles, and I just wanted to um, share a story about my very first experience going to Bojangles, I had to be about um, 13 years old, and I had gone on a bus trip with my grandparents' Sunday school to um, New Orleans. And um, just for the record, we, we didn't do anything Christian on that trip, but I digress. So anywho, um, I'm with my cousins and um, the bus had basically stopped in this area where there were a bunch of places uh, to go eat. And so my cousins and I decided to go to Bojangles. So 
I have my little vacation money, and, you know, I go in there and have something to eat. And I left my purse on the floor in the restaurant. So my cousins and I, like, it was like a big highway that, like, the bus was on the other side of the highway. And so we're running across the highway, and, like, as soon as we get to the other side, I realize that I left my purse. So I turn around instantly, go back, and the purse is gone. So I go up to um, the register and ask the waitress. And keep in mind, it's only, like, her and one other sad person that's, like, in the back. And um, nobody else was in the restaurant. So I asked her if she had cleaned up and found my purse, and so she said, yes, she did. So she gives me the purse back. I open it up. I look at my wallet. All of my money is gone. And so it has to be like, I don't know, $75 or so. And so I'm telling her, like, my money is, like, my money is missing. You know, you stole my, you stole my money. Mm. And she, you know, she told me, no, I didn't steal anything. I don't need to steal from anybody. So we go running back across the highway. I'm in tears because I know um, this heifer stole my money. So I let all the grown folks know, and basically the whole bus of, like, you know, like 48 people converge upon Bojangles. Oh. And I'm sure she did not expect that. Really, Some cops sitting there by the time that we came back. And so, um, you know, I'm telling the cops she stole my money. And, you know, the cops like, well, you know, we can't really prove that. There's nothing we can really do. And um, a part of the story that is important um, is that my parents, growing up, never really cursed in front of me and my brother. Um, they never cursed at us. They never cursed in front of us. Um, and, like, to this day, like, literally, I could be at my parents' house, and my mom will say, like, oh, shit. And my dad's like, you know, watch your mouth. Like, <laughs> like don't mm-hmm. cuss in front of the kids. I'm like, Dad, please, I've said worse than that. But anywho, so we're standing there. And, you know, I'm crying. I'm like, you stole my money. And my mom is standing there. And I'm I'm looking at her. And she is just kind of like, I can tell, like, she is about to go smooth off. So my mom says, you know, you stole my child's money. And so the lady goes, I don't have to steal any money. That is not even in my character. And my mother says, Bitch, I will climb over this <laughs> counter and whoop your ass. And my mother you know, is too trying to climb over the counter. Whoa. And so um, basically everybody pulls her off the counter. Your mom was and, um, We leave because we don't really want my mother to get arrested over $75. Yeah. So that part of the trip really sucked, but um, it turned out really great for me because all of the people um, on the bus trip with us basically felt so bad for me. Like, all oh, the baby, you know, they, they they stole her money. And so everybody was, like, you know, giving me money the next day. And so I think I ended up with a total of, like, 150 uh, So it, it really oh. worked out for me. But that is my Bojangles experience. That so sucks. I just wanted to share that story with you guys. Um, as always, I love the podcast. Um, I just can't wait until somebody comes to their senses and starts throwing some money you guys' way. So um, you can both put your job and do this um, all the time because um, 
you know, I get really sad after Sunday when I know I won't hear from you guys until Thursday. Aww. So keep up the great work. Love the show. Um, take care, guys. Oh, well, thank, thank you, you very much, man. But but put like this: the, I hate that lady stole your money. But damn it, at least you had your chicken. We roll up. I both think about it. We ain't got no. We ain't got no wings. Can I have breasts? We ain't got no breasts. Uh, yeah. What do you have? Whatever you asking for, we ain't got. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's worse: <laughs> not having uh, your chicken or not having your money. Because the, yeah, there's a lot of times I've left Bojangles like, what? Uh, wait a minute. Didn't they promise an uh, eight-piece like, <laughs> meal deal? Wait a minute. Then, this is uh, not like, the complete set. Be like, yeah, be like, yeah, I know it's eight-piece wing deal, but all we got is uh, uh, breasts, so we're going to give you eight breasts in the place of those wine. But that, but that, but that ain't really what I Yeah, I and uh, as far as doing it full-time and stuff, man, that is definitely a dream of ours. Yes, and, that is. Uh, something that we keep working towards. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, like, um, <clears throat> we could probably do, like, an hour show every day of the week or something Mm -hmm. like that or you know we could probably work it out somehow but it'd be a little sporadic um but at the same time like uh i feel like you have to work hard and not anticipate anyone helping you like i feel like people won't help you or acknowledge you until you don't you do the grind well i was gonna say until you don't need them true yeah that's what like when you're able to subsidize our living off of this by ourselves mm-hmm. someone will come along and be like why don't you let us pay for it like that's how people do you like yeah that's like, true you know in music it's like once uh someone like big crick can sustain their own living yep then def jam wants to sign him it's not like they come and sign him when he's coming up because they like his music Mm-mm. uh they come they come and get you after you know they that when like like by the time say serious radio offers you a radio show it's probably a pay cut you see what I'm saying? Yes, it is. You know, like I, like I'm sure. I mean, I don't know um, what Keith and the girl situation is, but, but I remember. Them I bet you they've had that. offers before mm-hmm. to do other things, and they it's like, you know, it's like. But at this point now, it's more hurting us than it's helping us. Like, yep. You know, we and we have built up enough equity to want something uh, yep. that we control on our own. Rights away. We you yeah. don't mean none of that. Nope. Don't so, think so. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully, one day. Um, <clears throat> We'll come up with some way to really um, monetize this, but at the same time not hurt the fans and Mm-mm. keep everything growing. Nope, but, uh, because we we do want to keep a lot of the stuff free. Yeah, but I appreciate everyone saying stuff like that. Yes, thank you, sweetie. Hey, what's up, Black Diamond Tick Nation? This is your boy, Corey, out of Memphis, a.k.a. The Tickler. Um, I'm 15 minutes in on 342 Snacktivism, and y'all talking about Usain Bolt being arrogant. Do y'all know any Jamaicans? There is no more braggadocious group of people <laughs> on the planet. That nigga can't help himself. He's the fastest motherfucker on the planet. He's gonna be braggadocious. He's gonna be ignorant about his shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas that ain't got shit is ignorant about the shit they ain't got. Jamaicans is just like that. Y'all need to let that shit go. Let that boy be great. Be fast. And plus, he got theme music. I'll sing it a little later. <laughs> well, for the record, uh, I have no problem with him being braggadocious. That's Morgan P. Campbell. That had the uh, problem, and the P stands for problem with people being braggadocious. Okay, <laughs> that so don't put that shit on me, Corey. Uh, you ain't never heard me have a problem with no athlete and their ego. I don't care. I actually like athletes with bad, big egos mm-hmm. that uh, you know don't give a fuck. Like I, I've never rooted against someone because I thought they were too. Uh, they had a fucked up ego, except for Sean Marion, and that was just a random like. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about moment? 
like he was like right he was talking shit about steve nash and Mari stoddard i was like the fuck are you talking about you are not better than any of them you have watched too many fantasy basketball drafts and you think that that shit count it don't but other than that i have no problem uh, you know so don't don't lump me in with that shit Corey. uh but uh yeah i appreciate the the voicemail uh and yeah morgan if he wants to root against people that are cocky and arrogant that's his right fuck it you know next question hey Ryder, and this is miss crystal i'm calling right now just to um, make a quick comment about the whole um church going situation like believe it or not you know i do i do go to the church like maybe what? Like once every couple of months nowadays but you know i do go to the they let you in said, but the funny thing <laughs> is that instead of me like going out to people talking about oh have you found i wouldn't see with you face all that other stuff like most of the time people come to me and they automatically assume like oh you pushed not you that's because you know they don't they never saw much for their account but you know i guess i give off that christian bio or something like that when, what you know in my, my regular mode or whatever what all them um, titties but yeah and the funny thing like most of the time people come to me talking about are oh, you you're a christian aren't you so you know i found that kind of funny and then matter of fact when i was in charlotte um me and dude um his name was jd he was the atheist in charlotte we would just laugh and have fun all the time I, mm. i'd love it when he would sneeze up like god bless you and he's <laughs> like yes he at his cubicle acting like he's crazy and stuff like that and then it's just some heavy metal but we used to have a lot of good times um <laughs> but i think that's about three minutes and i want to call in like real quick um just in case i forget leave the comments somewhere because i've been doing that recently but hopefully i didn't go over and i'll talk to you guys later oh thank you miss christabel first of all thank you sweetie and uh yeah i i I didn't know you gave off the religious vibe in person man i don't know maybe you wear a church dress or something uh threw them off i don't know they know how to handle it but uh yeah cool next voicemail hey roddy karen uh this is greg greg Um, world peace I uh, listened to the feedback show uh, from last week, and um, uh, a friend Abe called in, and uh, the person he was talking about was actually one of my former roommates. Um, I just thought that was that was <laughs> that was kind of uh, interesting to, to the references that he was making, you know. And um, he was my roommate for two years, and uh, the guy's a practicing Buddhist. And I lived with him and uh, a guy who was uh, a Christian, and my other roommate was an agnostic. So um, all the religious arguments that went on, you know, in the in the apartment, uh, I avoided. I avoided all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, every time I left, and I could feel, I could like feel and smell tension when I came back into the apartment. Mm-hmm. I knew like some argument had been had and everything. So. Um, Joe's girl kind of took me back to to being in school and then living with those guys. Um, I don't know how that uh, how that went on for two years, but it did, and um, we all don't we don't hang out anymore or anything. So um, <laughs> it was all for the best. Handy Damn. Um, That's and I'm also like, uh, and I was listening to the other show from uh, Thursday with Fair J and. Um, Y'all didn't, uh, I, 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 I missed the show. I didn't see it live, but, you know, I, I wanted to have a chance to, 
to ask her if, you know, if there was a father-son, you know, father bringing his son who he, you know, or Sarah or Angelina to suck the gang out of him. Or, you know, a mother brought her son to, you know, to have his first sexual experience because she's tired of her, um, her uh, neighbors making uh, comments when they're at the grocery store or whatever. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, enjoy the shows once again, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to talk to y'all soon. Peace. Oh man, Jeez. well thanks Greg for uh calling in and uh no, no one brought up the father son um <laughs> possibility. No. Why would you even you are a sick individual, Greg, <laughs> to even think that shit. Uh hey I wish know. I had asked though. I do wish yeah, I remember that. Sorry. Asked. Next time uh be in the chat. Yeah, and remind us. Hey Roddy. Damn, I almost played it again. Last voicemail. Hey, this boy Daz. Um well, I believe if you are against gay marriage, if you're homophobic, yeah, hell yeah. The guy I was telling you about my coworker. Mm-hmm. The way it was brought up, we were just staring around, and on TV, um, the local Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day footage came on, and he started talking about it, and I just mindlessly just put my two cents in for what he was saying. I'm like, see, how they going to get married or Somebody opinion and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's his opinion. I just, it just went on from there until he just got frustrated with me and asked, uh, so if you sold for a gay marriage, you must be gay. What? That's the point when I had to walk off because you can't fix stupid. Right. Yeah. And, okay, Karen, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that woman's name is. She doesn't deserve to be, her name doesn't deserve to be repeated. I'm a country. I can't help but be country. And, um, there's so many different people and different podcasts I've been on. People got love for you that not only the podcasters, but people who are fans of those other podcasts. I can't understand how somebody could dislike, dislike Karen. So, yeah. <laughs> she don't deserve half a ball. Fuck. I ain't gonna call her a bitch. But fuck <laughs> well, thank you for not doing that. That's what I wanted to know. Um, <laughs> I just started playing, playing, um, Mass Effect, the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, do you pay attention to all that extra supplemental Information mm-hmm. about ships and Mass Effect fields. I kind of ignore. Oh, the codex. I don't know if it's going to help me beat the rest of the game or enhance my experience and make my character better. I mean, it's, it's pretty good so far. I like RPGs. You let me know. There's another right. thing I want to ask you about. They just signed Joss Whedon to direct Avenger 2. They got they were in talks to. They got Daredevil back at Marvel Studios to be in the whole Marvel Universe. Um, they wanted to get the, the characters Galactus and Silver Surfer, I guess, for the um, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. movie they're going to come out, but I guess they couldn't get them, so Fox is going to go ahead and reboot Fantastic Four because Daredevil, they don't, they don't have enough time to put it in production by October when they're going to lose the license. I want to know what you think about this rumor that they're trying to get the WB and, and DC to get Matt Damon direct Justice League. I don't know if that'll be a good idea or not. He, he, he's not that bad of a, a director if you've seen The Town. And there's some new movies that I saw in previews with Dark Knight Rides that he's supposed to be directing. It looks like it might be interesting, but I don't know if he can, they might be 
going too far too fast to kind of hurry up and get this just the way thing out the door. All that, y'all. Peace. All right, a couple things. One, uh, the Mass Effect, that's the Codex. And I enjoy reading all that shit because it was one of the more detailed, uh, intricate, layered uh, devices ever in a video game. And by the time you get to the third one, you're so glad that you have the basis because by the third one, you can skip a lot of the stuff because you know about like the Skillion Blitz and the First Contact War and shit like that. But I bet you a lot of people didn't even read that stuff. Well, it actually, uh, if you, a lot of it's audio. Oh, okay. A lot of it is just you, you put your, your thing over it and it Minute. just starts telling you, like, okay. in the Skillion Blitz, it was this and that. So, uh, I enjoyed it, man. The, the rich, like, it, histories of all those, uh, different races and interactions is really dope. I only draw the line that I haven't read the books. So, I'm sure people that have read the books have even more background than I do, but I don't like reading, um, the, you know, the necessarily books off of stuff. I don't like reading fan fiction also. Um, and then, like, also, I'm glad I didn't read the books because some people got mad at the third game because they said well this was in a book and this didn't fit with the book and i was like fuck that but the all the stuff fit with the codex stuff um so i was a fan of that um josh whedon for avengers too very excited um Me too. although i think his job will be a little bit harder now mm-hmm. uh you have more because like the thing with the whedon stuff people get excited about how whedon did such a great job with avengers and he, and he did um and hopefully he'll do a great job with avengers too but people also forget that all these movies weren't good necessarily. And what Whedon's doing is easier than, than like making movies based off of these characters. Mm-hmm. Like it, like he, and, and unfortunately is, it's easier and harder. It's easier because you can just basically, you need 20 minutes of Iron Man instead of, you know, uh, three hours of Iron mm-hmm. Man or whatever. Right. But, uh, the difference is to me, uh, he could get fucked up by in the meantime someone could start fucking up these movies and avengers 2 could start with no momentum you know like if iron man 3 sucks if captain america 2 sucks if you know if people make choices with the character that actually affect their ability to be in avengers like you know oh we're gonna have iron man start you know uh he's gonna get this disease and he's gonna need to do this now it's like well now i have to write that into my movie Mm mm-hmm uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. I also heard he was in talks for like a TV show or something. Uh, as much as I, I love Buffy and Angel, I'll, I will watch whatever Josh Whedon writes. I'll say that much. So, um, and I definitely give him the benefit of the doubt. So, uh, I'm in. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm tired of Fox and fucking Fantastic Four. All them Fantastic Fours was terrible. Yeah. I hope that, uh, they do do some type of deal. I think collaboration for between the studios works for both parties, uh, to and the make best. Them better. Uh, because honestly, Marvel's doing a lot better job with their properties and Fox is just now realizing what they fucked up and getting their mojo back. Uh, so hopefully they do work together because maybe, um, as a fan, it will be cool to see these characters done correctly by Marvel Studios instead of Fox. Uh, the only problem with that is, um, everyone's so excited about this Guardian of the Galaxy movie. I never read the comics. And I'm just hoping that I'll like it because I haven't read it. I have this weird theory that I'm coming up with. I'm still working on it. But there's something about when you don't know too much about a character and you don't care too much about a character, it almost gives you a higher chance of liking a movie. True. You know what I mean? It's like the more you know about a character, the more you realize when people fuck up. 
so it's like oh batman doesn't do this wait a minute um yeah why wouldn't he do that and that's you know? true and i guess that's why when we go to like a lot of the comic book movies yeah i end up enjoying them or something it's a, depending on who they are and what they are and how much roger has read them i a lot of times i like them a lot more than he does sometimes because i'm like hey this is all brand new to me well i'm i'm different i'm i'm not like the average nerd no, that no. goes to see this movie because i'm mm-hmm. actually willing to be like this is a movie the movie sets the ground for what can happen true so if you you know in your movie a batman isn't the strongest detective i'm not worried about it i'm like cool mm-hmm. as long as you don't violate that movie rule that you set and by the third movie he's a fucking great detective i'd be like wait a minute so y'all just made him a detective overnight so like i just need you to not violate the rules of the movie you set up so i'm i'm cool with all that true. shit and i'm glad they're redoing that daredevil that was some bullshit yeah uh well they're about to lose daredevil or they have to redo it hopefully they just lose it and marvel does it and does a good job but yes you know we'll see i don't even like the other thing is i don't know that all these concepts are so flawless man like one thing people don't really understand is that a comic book of anything based off a comic book or a cartoon when we were kids is already a flawed premise because we were kids and we were stupid and none of that stuff was really that solid Mm-mm. uh none of it would pass the checks of any adult of go back not. go back if you want to go on netflix rewatch gi joe rewatch transformers and that realize makes no sense. how contrived and stupid it was and you'll go oh i was just a kid i don't know what the fuck i was thinking um and the last thing he said oh i think that was it i think that was about it uh but thank you for calling dads uh phone lines are open 704-557-0186 uh feel free to call uh you know if you want to at your leisure we're going to finish up the rest of the show reading emails and doing the comments uh uh you know we're going to do all that shit um all right so we had a comment on potomatic which we never get right never um and it was uh for episode Team BJ and the DJ, mm-hmm. 330, 343, and uh, Ehen34 says, what's going on? This is a mental note from F What You Heard Radio. I wanted to know if Sarah J Triple X has had her test results out so the participants could see if she was clean. She did a great job of protecting herself, but what about the antithesis of that? As always, great show. Cue at the great work. Um, I'm sure if you requested, she would show it. Mm-hmm. And she and the thing I think some people have a tendency to forget people that are in porn get tested a, a lot more than the average person. Like yeah. it scares her more to suck your dick than it is for you to be interact with her. Yeah, it's kind of odd that, that 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 was a question, but yeah, I I don't I don't think she would have any issue at being all. Like, it's yeah. probably public information. Right. Um. All right. So let's get into some comments in the polls. First of all, someone sent us in a late comment from mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. and i had to read it It was on episode uh what was this 340 stupidity and it was hey rod and karen this is kind of late it's from isaiah mm-hmm. i want to tell you that changing the way students learn black history didn't work well at least in my case when i was going to school uh yeah i was gonna say because that doesn't really mean shit because we were talking about overhauling the entire school system yes. for america Hey, you were like, it didn't work. I'm like, when did we try it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, when did we try it? <laughs> we learned about Malcolm X and Stokely Carmichael and even Angela Davis pretty early, like sixth grade-ish. And most of the kids gave no fucks. In eighth, we had uh, different black history majors come in and talk about different blacks, some generic like your MLKs, Frederick Douglass, Rosa Parks, some not so generic, such as UEP, Newton, Fred Hampton, and Bobby Seale. Some black kids cared and mostly white kids, and mostly white kids didn't. Well, okay. Well, do you think during Black History Month they care now? 
because like to me like the solution isn't saying i'm not saying well well everyone will care i'm saying for those who do, do care, care you need to they can learn better this way yes. my question my i'm not telling like that's the problem when people see this education and that's why i'm you know i'll never really see out of eye with people on education i don't believe the point of education is to, to get people make to everyone care because you're gonna get some people like me I don't care how you present. I don't give a rat's ass about history. Like, and there's no way you can present it to me to make me care. Right. Okay. Uh, well, my point being is that um, some people aren't going to care, and there's nothing we can do about that. Mm-mm. We have to help the people that do care and that do want to uh, to do better. You know, so that, if somebody decides true. that they're going to just fucking fail out of school, that's really more on their parents. Yeah. But the idea that school isn't even going to try is kind of, it's too, it's too much for yeah, me. Yeah, it, it is. And also a lot of the way that things are structured sometimes, like I said, about overhauling schools, and sometimes the way things are structured, they're boring. It was a lot of subjects that were just boring Well, so, listen, learning is kind of boring to a certain extent. Yes, it is. But like I said, we don't make the kids interactive. You know, I, you know, my idea wasn't, well, just make it re-around. It was let the kids pick who to teach. Yeah. Pick, pick who to learn about. Get, let get the kids teach, teach the other kids. Yes. That was my point. It's not this shit about, well, if you make it year-round, that was somebody else's point. So, mm-hmm. that you know, anyway. All right. Uh, by the time of high school, we had an assembly each year covering different topics during Black History Month. Music, black power inventors, rebelling slaves. All I heard is, why don't we have a white history month? Or, man, this is boring. Okay, well... That's what people do now, so mm-hmm. that's not helping either, right? Mm-mm. That was my point. Even during the Black Power Assembly, that shit got me hyped. The the black kids were mostly responsible in re- responsive in the music assembly. In that district, we were shown eyes on the prize only once, so I can't imagine getting used to that emotionally detached from it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can use a couple of defenses saying, well, they're kids, but I cared when I was a kid. Maybe most kids don't give a fuck, and very few do. Yeah, I think most kids don't give a fuck. Nope. I'm saying... The ones who do give a fuck are are being disserviced. Yes, they are. Because they're not really being taught history. Mm-mm. And the only way you can learn it is your parents sitting you down aside, uh, you know, aside from school yep. and being like, here's really what happened. Outside of a classroom environment. Yeah, and that's sad that that's the way it has to happen. Yep. Yo, you're on with the blackout. Tell us what's up. What's going on, Rod? What's up, Brent? Man, it's funny that we should talk about this again this week. And... Uh, it's kind of funny because, to be honest with you, you got to remember it, anything that goes when you're talking about the black curriculum, uh, when you're talking about the black history, you know, um, you have to remember, unless you probably have an African-American teacher, there's not a lot you're going to learn unless you have somebody who's, who's deeply concerned with cultural competence and being culturally relevant. Um and socially responsive, you're probably not going to have someone who, Lord, I'm dropping all these education words. Jesus, help me. <laughs> you're not going to have somebody who, um, who probably, um, who cares as much about education because about the, um, education, the ethnic, the ethnic education, because you got to remember, um, who is in power in most school districts? Who, who's in power in terms of the, the state? Right. The state um, school system is the dominant culture. And just like I said last week, when you look at Arizona, 
they don't, there are certain things that they don't even want to talk because they say it puts the white man in a negative light, and they don't like the way that it treats the white man. Right. I think the I think the governor said that, and like they were they were passing laws banning certain things from being teached, and even and even as the um the commenter was um saying how he would like how they learned about Stokely Carmichael and Huey Newton, I I personally um. I personally, to me, those people are important, but you can even disagree with that because I feel like, whoa, he learned about Stokely Carmichael and Huey Newton in middle school. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what was funny is he was, he was trying to say, he was trying to say like, um, yeah, well, you know, uh, I, you know, I, we learned about this and nobody cared. It's like you, you even were presented with that because I never was Mm-mm. throughout, throughout my I entire, mean, throughout my entire career mm-hmm. in college, in high school. Yeah, was. No one ever brought those no, names we up. We got the top four, five, and I was on the yeah. prize, and that was it. So, yeah. I was on the prize, and really, I saw that on public television. But I think it's also different, too, depending upon what city you grew up in. Mm-hmm. And the benefit I had from my city was that um, in the city I grew up in, a lot of the people that, that, that participated in the movement were in the educational system or they were still close they were close to the educational system so you can actually learn you can actually learn from people who were in the movement one of the i remember having some of the freedom singers actually come to my school and that's something you can go look them up and find out who you are i'm sure you probably anyway um if you remember you if you if you watch a lot of black history deep you hear the song, you know, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on freedom. And I don't know if you heard of them, but nah. they were, but if you go, but see, that's another thing you haven't heard of them. And a lot of times, if you watch anything dealing with black history, you will hear songs from the freedom singers. Uh, you will hear from Bernice Johnson, Ricky, and they are all from Albany. And so the, 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 what was so great about it is that we had people here who cared enough the teachers because most of the teachers in my district were black and but if you grow up in a but if you grow up, if you're in a district and the thing is you know sometimes you you, you can you gotta be understandable of students not caring because the others with you even though it's important how many of us really cared about not even the of here yeah True. But you learn. You really don't care to learn anything. Most, unless they're really in the history, they don't care to learn anything concerning history. I don't care to learn Shakespeare. I didn't care for. I didn't care to learn what happened with King Henry VIII. I didn't. I didn't care to learn all that. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But the people like, it just needs to be presented. That's all I'm saying. And, yeah. and like I say, if if you don't, if people that want to do away with Black history. I would be cool with that if I if you would just teach history and, and all of it, but but they're not going to, and because of that, we have Black History Month because it's the closest thing oh, yeah. we can come to. The only thing you get outside, right? You want to learn about a, bl- a brother getting shot? You can learn about Christmas addicts, MLK, and uh, possibly Malcolm no. X. Like all yeah. the ones who got killed, you can learn about that shit. Yeah, like, Frederick yeah. Douglass, right? <laughs> Frederick doesn't get yeah. shot. No, he didn't get I shot. Mean, but we learned, we constantly yeah, learned I, about I, him. Yeah, you learned about slavery, but see what they do is a lot of things they cover too are also covered during the period. If you if you go through American history chronologically, um, you should cover these things outside of Black History Month, right? Which and it's kind of funny because. Um, Morgan Freeman, I don't know if you've ever heard a quote that Morgan Freeman gave on Black History Month. Yeah, I heard it before, man, where uh, 
yeah and he was kind of making the same point though like why why do we need a black history if, you know it should just be history kind of and i think people people took that people took that in a negative light a lot of black people looked at it like he was some type of sellout or some shit but no, I, I understood what he was trying to get to man yeah regardless of whether now i may i'm it, it should be it's needed but i would rather that it and I, I would rather that we just have it in regular history but it's at a certain point where it's needed it's just like um it's just like the Rooney rule in football you have to have it or else people wouldn't go by it <laughs> right if you didn't have that rule there people wouldn't because um it's just like i said people won't act like i mean because nepotism exists in every um in every job in every field and people generally hire who they know like i remember um and what was kind of funny was there was there was some elections with um school boards and with um within my um within my community and they were talking about we're tired of the good old boy system and they said the black and the white one. I said everybody used the good old boy system regardless of who's in power. Yeah. Regardless of what city you go to. You might be in a bigger city and you just don't know that they're friends. But everybody is using the good old boy system. Yeah, everybody uses nepotism. <laughs> yeah, and that that actually I, I actually that that goes beyond like even uh race and shit. Yes, like everybody does. just does. Hey Brent, but we we got to move on, man. We're, I'm I'm expecting a, a, a really important phone call in a second for the show, man. But uh thanks All for right, calling man. in, you dog. Take care. We oh, will. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know I had to give it to you. What if I told you if I gave you a Lexus, a big body Lexus, um but you had to replace, you had just put a new engine in it, but it was from um, 2005. But instead of that, you bought, you traded that in for a 2004 7 Series Mercedes that, that had to get a new radiator put in. Uh, what's the difference? I, I don't know. What's the difference? Uh, that's Dwight Howard, and then uh, Dwight Howard is Mercedes, <laughs> and Andrew Bynum is Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see. We're gonna talk about that tomorrow with the hot fire starter crew. Uh, you know, Tone yeah. Tone is a is a Lakers fan, so I can't wait to run all this, my ideas about this trade uh through him. Yes, yeah, so I wanna hear your ideas about this trade, but you we gotta will. Get that yeah, so, de- right. definitely, man. I got yeah, I got one, you. It's real special. All right, man, have a good one, Brent. All right, man. I'll Peace. See you. Peace. All right, cool. Um but yeah, yeah, that 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 I can't wait to talk to Tone about it. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that that person wanted to talk about the Black History thing, and uh, that was cool. Um, we also had episode three forty one, um, and I believe it was called "The Girl Listened to the Show." Yes, she did. <laughs> Yay! Which was uh, you know, we were so excited about I that. Man, clear, I was so excited. Yeah, definitely. Um, wow, just it, like I said, man. It's, I think it's funny because like I was I tweeted them I sent out my email list to people like dog I can't believe him to listen to the show I know none of you understand why how big a deal that is. Yep. Hey, you on with the blackout tips? What's up? I need Chick Fil A. I need Chick Fil A. Help me, Toya. What's up, man? How you doing? I am in the middle of the airport, boarding, getting ready to board a plane. Took away. It is 122 degrees there. How do you think I'm doing? Oh, sounds like you're doing uh, cooler than you're going to be in a little yes. bit. Yes. Now, uh, well, first off, is there a Chick-fil-A in this airport? Well, the great news. Uh, I'm going to be laid over in Charlotte 
So hopefully uh, Charlotte Airport has a Chick-fil-A in it. I think they so do. Okay. <laughs> can do do can we confirm there's a Chick-fil-A in Charlotte Airport? Can we confirm that? Uh yeah, let me uh let me ask the chat, but I, uh, or let me ask my Twitter, but I think yeah, uh, there is. Let I, me I see. Chat. I know it's one in Atlanta. Okay, we need to be, we need these things confirmed cuz I need to eat more chicken. What's up Wall Street? Uh so before I leave <laughs> and hit this desert sun. Yeah. First off, let me start off by saying um Good morning, ladies. How y'all doing today? Hello, 25-star Karen. Hey, baby. I'm good, sweetie. 23-star Rod. Oh, shit. Your favorite number. I came up. Yes, you did, sir. Your boy and your your bobcat owner. It's for your boy and your bobcat owner. Oh, yeah. Old cheese eyes. (laughs) I know he he mad. Killer chin. I know you love him. I know you love him. Yeah. Oh, yes. I I am uh, a little... Uh, about to board the plane. Uh, I just want to say hello, everybody in the uh, Black Guy Tip Nation. What's up, chat room? How y'all doing? Uh, one thing I want to say, and this is going to be my final word on this Chick-fil-A, and this is going to end mm-hmm. everything. Y'all need to leave Chick-fil-A alone. You know why? I joined Army. The Army is the most racist, sexist, homophobic organization in the world. Compared to Chick-fil-A, the Army, Chick-fil-A is doggone daffy duck. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, man? On on some real, on the real though, like it is crazy. Like you can go serve the country and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. and you know, uh, people are still arguing about Chick Fil A and shit like that. It's like, yeah, I'm about to go over to uh, Kuwait. Yeah, man, you know, I'm gonna boycott Chick Fil A. Like what? (laughs) Told you that lazy protesting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about to protest Chick Fil A and kiss in front of everybody. Okay, well you come out here and get this bullet shot at you. (laughs) Right. Like no, you you got that. The right to. Yeah, yeah, you got that. You know what I mean? It's like I wonder if the Chick Fil A people that that went to boycott by eating those. I mean, that went to support by eating those sandwiches are the same people that think gay people shouldn't be in the military. Cause uh, they probably were. Yeah. You know, we know some of us just came out the closet screaming, oh. I'm out. I'm out of the now. Some of us did. I'm not saying I did, but some of them did. Right. I ain't going that far. I ain't stupid. <laughs> but, um, I ain't stupid. Now, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, obviously, you know, keep your head down and don't do nothing brave. You know what I mean? Um, hold on, hold on. Bro, Rod, first, will you, you know, that's a cartoon, first off. Right. Let's establish it. I don't have long, flourish, HD graphic hair. And second off, do you know who you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I didn't have, I just, I just had to, I had to say it for myself. You know what I mean? But, you oh, know. Okay. You had to get that good, good vibe. Out. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you keep your head down. Uh, you let them do all the shit first. You know, you're like, oh, I got the, yeah, I got, yeah. I got the rear. I got, I got this everybody. This going to be a straight South Park movie. <laughs> all black people are and then when they say charge, next thing you know, my black ass is gone. Right. Like, it's going to be like um, when you're playing basketball and you go, um, everybody's like, come on, let's go. And you're like, hold on, I got to tie my shoe. Hold on. Everybody, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead, man. I'm okay. going to be back here. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all get that rebound. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, oh, my loose, my lace. Oh, dude. Hey, yeah. I can't tell break. Oh, you missed it. Hey, I'm out here wide open. I'm wide open. <laughs> right. See, that's what I do. Um, but yeah, you, so, you know, obviously that, but, um, if things go right, man, hopefully we can do, uh, um, blackout tips with, a, a, our first international guest, man. So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. If, if we can get things going, we can have a live from Kuwait blackout tips. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do everything I can. Probably going to be next, next Sunday once I get over there and get everything set up. Well, I can't so, wait. Um, I can't wait also till you hear this episode. I'm not going to spoil it for you, mm-hmm. but make sure you listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, no, babe, you're not going with me. You're not going with me. Oh, oh, I don't even, I don't even fall for that. Like Karen, like Karen said, my niece, your, your niece fooled you. This one here is the queen of fooling you. <laughs> yes, I she ate twenty queen. damn chicken nuggets. <laughs> mm. Oh, she got you good. I heard that Karen. I don't know. She looked back. She said, "Teacher, I want some McDonald's chicken nuggets." I said, "Girl, don't get no ideas in your head. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't get no ideas in your head." <laughs> they calling me the bull. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we have thank you for calling, Toya, one. and we're glad Be we get safe. to say love yeah. you. Yeah, and you have a safe love trip, you guys. And oh, one, one more thing. Uh, fuck Mario Chalmers. Hey, chill. Bye, chill. I miss you, chill. Oh, oh dude, it always will be. Of Mario Chalmers. He didn't even know Apple. Here it is. Here it is. Dude, like, oh, oh, dude. Dude, he's not no one else. I gotta go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get my blood pressure going before I get on this plane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He must not know who I am. Bye, Toya. I have a good one. Love y'all. You too. Love you too, Toya. Shout out, chat room. Peace. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Toya going to Kuwait, dog. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, keep your head down and don't take no bullets. Oh no! Think I mm-hmm. I'll be the least bravest soldier of all time and shit. I know, they won't be. <laughs> Yo, they they need us. Hold on, punk ass out here. I'll be like Superman when he' about to turn into Superman and shit. Like Clark Kent was like, I think I left my gun in the phone booth. I'll be right back. <laughs> Yo, Yo. You're, you're on with the blackout tips. Hello. Yo. What's up? Yo, what's up, man? Chilling, chilling. Oh, what's this, Brandon? Yeah. What's up? Oh, chilling, man. What's How up, dog? How you doing? First of all, I, I need to uh, congratulate, say that again, on her uh, massage trip. See, <laughs> I keep all my Blackout Tips episodes in a batch, and I listen to them <laughs> when I'm having a bad day. And I heard Aww. that episode. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was dying. Glad I, I made your day better. Please get one. Get you and your girlfriend to go together. I ain't even taking her. I just want. I want to be selfish and keep <laughs> massage. Right. That's what. That, like, and Karen, brag about it. Like people was like, yeah, you know, uh, y'all should go on couples trip. I was like, I might just go by myself. Why? <laughs> I mean, you know, we only got so much money in the budget, and uh, you know, <laughs> you went last time. Now it's my turn. I just want to know though. Like, I know they got the hot stone mm-hmm. for a big nigga like myself. They got like hot baby boulders. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I think the, they do. They have different sizes of stones. Like them little pebbles ain't okay, gonna ain't go. gonna get it. Them, put them go. pebbles back. Like, <laughs> you ain't got there no. You go. get, get, get the boulders. <laughs> yeah, you might want to bring out that forklift because uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm be here all night, baby. <laughs> get that woman all right, so all out. Real quick. Yes. What, what, fill me in on, on the defendant female black. Oh, okay. I just woke up watch the bad girls club what happened well first somebody brought up that you know we had a debate on uh where's my 40 acres when i was a guest about music and two chains being the new dmx mm-hmm. and all this stuff and they was like oh you got jumped you got and i you know i was like, i didn't feel jumped i felt like we just disagree like it's i'm okay disagreeing with four people like, like that's not like it's not like I'm gonna be like, damn mm-hmm. man, my my ego's bruised. Nope. So you know I don't I you know but they you know it was some it was funny because they agree with me 
but i guess they didn't want to call where's my 40 acres voicemail because um y'all will roast the nigga so <laughs> they, was, they, was, they was like let me go where it's safe and um so we were talking about that and you know some of the stuff and um so i saw in the chat somebody was like yeah man you know because brandon always be uh he's so opinionated and he don't care about nobody else's opinion and uh he trying too hard or something i was like first of all uh brandon's one of the funniest people i know period yes he is hands down uh like i thought that uh love me some brandon the the whole shit with jocelyn um the jocelyn interview i was Mm -hmm. i was cooking Mm -hmm. in the kitchen listening to that and like had to take a break from cooking i wasn't even at work (laughs) nigga i just like let me sit down this shit i'm (laughs) laughing too hard i'm gonna cut my finger off of some shit cutting vegetables and um oh god man i was dying dude at the, the, the like and the fact that you were reading it and like just the little the little things like t- taking the eight the h sound out of words that have s and h in them beautiful <laughs> fucking beautiful um so that was you know i was like one brandon's funny and yes, I, I really is. don't like i'm not even debating that with people it's like because mm. i wouldn't listen to the show if i thought it was bad or i thought you weren't funny i know so but then i was like how you listen to this show because i am opinionated and i don't care about anyone's opinion nope. i was like it's the same it's the fucking same shit. Like, but you say it, and I don't. Like, right? I, I don't go on the show and go, man. I don't give a fuck about y'all opinions. I care about my opinion. My opinion is God. My opinion is just on the throne. My opinion number one, nigga. My opinion throw lightning at your ass, nigga. What you want? What you want? But you be on the show like I don't give a fuck about other people's opinions, and then niggas want to call you and complain about our show. Like this nigga Brandon be so opinionated. Never care what he say. He don't care about his little people. He just don't. Okay. <laughs> you do your first show and like three other people yeah he does a show with people that call him out in the first place so it's like yes. that like i don't think people understand how hard it is to do uh where's my 40 acres like there's been entire yes. like i guess since i host a podcast it's easier for me you know as a person that holds the itinerary and all that mm-hmm. shit but i there's times where i hit brandon up on gchat and be like so that bit didn't go how it was supposed to go because like he'll he'll present an idea and be like man don't you know how like don't you hate when you be at the grocery store and people won't get in the right line so they just like stand in the wrong line that fucks everybody up no that never happens to me yeah i actually stand in the wrong line on purpose because it makes it better yeah, that's I did. Like <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you always and, come in and fuck some shit up right. like don't you hate when little kids run out in the middle of the street in front of your car don't you be like where they parents at well nigga there are stop signs and you are a responsible driver so why are you looking out for these kids yes yeah, so de- de- don't blame the parents brandon you, 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 you yeah nigga. you're Paul, the lazy driver nigga Paul, 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 Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, Paul Brandon. And, and did you be like, well, I don't go shopping. My boo go shopping, so I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> I'm tapping li- out. Like, literally, that was a time where I was, <laughs> Shout out to Ms. Uh, I was talking to Brandon on G-Chat and listening to the show live, and he tried to set up this joke. I don't know what he wrote. To the day, I don't know the punchline or the ending <laughs> to this joke. He tried to set this joke up, like, five times. And they every not time to hear that. someone brought up something that was not... Uh, about what the fuck he was talking about. I was sitting there like, I was getting mad. Like, well, just let him finish the joke, though. I want to know. Okay, where, where so, are we going with this? Okay, Twan, I get that. That's your point. 
but that's not what he's talking about. Let, okay, okay, well, here comes, uh, Mike's on the show, apparently. Oh, well, here comes Mike. You know what I mean? So it was just like, so, but, uh, but yeah, I, like I said, man, I listen to Brandon and, um, I think it's, it's funny to me when someone doesn't like, one of us and likes the other one because i was like i think we're a lot of light yes y'all are so it's real funny when it's like yeah man fuck brandon that nigga's all i'll be like well i'm glad i don't talk about hip-hop because <laughs> if i did like, okay so this is my thing though the dmx argument which was really between me and you yeah like that wasn't dj didn't say shit so yeah. whoever called in don't know what the fuck they talking about. Yeah, DMX was us. DJ didn't say a goddamn word. DJ has his shutdown button, and I wish I had. She yeah. knows when <laughs> to just be quiet and not jump in shit, and she don't never get pulled in them arguments, ever. No, she was like, okay. these niggas raising their voices. All right. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> close the, yeah, close yeah. the piano. Like cookies or some shit, dog. Like, yeah. literally, I saw her nigga, she was like, man, I'm going to kitchen hard bacon. She, clo- she, she closed the piano like uh, the scene in and Color, color purple. purple. In Color yeah. Purple. Yes. <laughs> like, bloop. Well, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> she be like, y'all niggas talking about movies? I'm out. Yeah, me and Mike were talking about, like, the radio or something. Some, I forget yeah, you what and Mike, Mike had was. a conversation where he was being more, like, amicable. He was, yeah. he was like, trying to understand trying to talk from both sides. Yeah. And he kind of, he was like, okay, I agree partly with Brandon, but not completely. I agree with Rise on, with some of what Rise saying, but not completely. Right. So it was basically three different arguments going on. Yeah. And that's why I kind of checked out. I was like, okay, me and Rod are not going to agree on this part right here. So there's no right. reason for this to keep going on. And Mike is, is explaining stuff more, more a lot better and more calmly than me and him can get words out. Right. So I just let Mike finish this. And I yeah. got a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I came back. Don't understand what the big deal was. It's not like I was like, fuck you, Rod. Nigga, fuck Karen. Fuck the black guy who took. <laughs> nigga, fuck your voicemails. Fuck your phone calls. Nigga, I'm fuck say, your head. Nigga, say, fuck everything. Please, like, yeah. You know, please, please don't, because uh, your voicemail will be blown up with chill calls. Well, not just that, man, but like, uh, like I think... I get along with Brandon also because he's one of the few people that I can have an argument with. And, and I never be- I, I never have to worry about like, oh, shit, this nigga going to be mad. He's going to take it personal yeah. and all that shit like that to me is the uh, like that's like that's a friend. Like, yes, there's a is. lot of people where you disagree and then it's like, you Y'all know, can't be you, cool no you more. think you cool. And then you but then it's like, I ain't talking to this nigga for three weeks. It's like, what? What? Mm, I thought, yep. hey, man, so you going to the uh, the party tonight? what nigga how dare you ask me i'm like whoa what 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 is coming so like like i said i think people don't know how much behind the scenes we talk and shit like that or xbox and shit like that so like i i know where i stand with brandon so like after we discuss it it really is over for like Mm -hmm. unless it's a joke or some shit it's never coming up again Mm -mm. you know like so i don't really get where uh and I hate that people come off like that where they feel like, well, y'all was arguing, so you was right and he was wrong. Fuck him and vice versa. You know, there were people calling in the Where's My 40 Acres, which I listened to, so I don't know why they would, you know, slant, like, but, you know, there's people calling in where it's like, well, Rob was wrong. That nigga crazy. I don't know what he's thinking about. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, then I'll just be crazy. Like, I don't, it's not like we, I'm going to be mad. Like, yeah, <laughs> what I, the fuck? And like you said, I, I think a lot of people are really, really quick to, to dish it out, but a lot of people really can't take it. Right, and and I don't want to hear. Uh, I don't think uh, Brandon's funny or something because I disagree with you. Oh yeah, I do think that nigga's funny. It's one Hilarious. of the reasons. Hilarious. It's one of the reasons we get along. It's like literally, I want to say uh, less than a minute after we changed topics, we were joking again. Yeah, uh, 
so <laughs> there's no reason to hold on to that stuff. I don't, nope. Like I used to get in arguments with people um, all the time because I am opinionated and I do analyze a lot of shit and I do yeah. overanalyze shit and I go hard sometimes. And I used to get arguments with people when I was younger, and niggas would be hurt. Like niggas would be really hurt. They, they fellas would be hurt. They kids would be hurt. They kids would be shedding tears. It was it was a bad situation. So. After a while, I was like, you know what? I can argue with people, but then I just let the shit go. But right. it, don't, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it to be walking away like, nigga, I'm going to throw bowls in your face. Right. The old piece on the ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, man, it ain't about that. It really ain't. We can't have a disagreement and then, nigga, let's go, let's go bowling. And in all nope. in, in all fairness, I forget who said I forget who said it, but the person that said it in all fairness, like uh, after I basically was like, nah, fuck that. Brandon is funny, and I'm an asshole with my opinion too. So I don't know, I don't see how that's any different. They did go, well, he is funny, and that don't piece on the brown ground shit is the funniest shit he's ever done. So I was like, all right, you 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 cool again. <laughs> you, you, you was tripping for a second, but all right, I get it. That, you know, when you like that is one thing. We'll listen to words about forty acres because you know it's about opinion. It's about music. Yes. Like when Brennan's not on your side and you're in it, like you're listening to the debate, is you rooting for everyone else? Like you, you really are like, come on, but Twan, what about this? Twan, don't be silly, be serious. Tell him this. And then when he is on your side, you like get him, Brandon. Shut, tell that nigga shut the fuck up. He don't know what he's talking about. So it's, that's the beauty of the show. That's the beauty of the show to me, anyway. So I fucks with it. I don't know. I just think I think you know because we like everybody on the show. We basically like family. Yeah, so we yeah. don't we don't just do the show on Tuesdays and then well I'll let you niggas next week. <laughs> <laughs> it, don't, it don't work like that. You know, I talk to, I talk to everybody all the time. Uh, well, so, at three C, aren't you gonna be like at Deidre's crib and stuff? Yeah, we all trying to stay, we all staying at her spot. Like yep. we all trying to roll through there as a group. And just knock out these interviews because there's gonna be so many fucking artists there. Like, you know, and hate to plug A3C on your show, but yo, nah, if you're in Atlanta and you don't go to A3C and you a hip hop fan, you crazy. Like you just you wildin', man. Unless you like Lil Wayne and Big Sean yeah. and shit like that. And and unless you pop son. Nah, if I was you pop son, I would definitely not approach Deidre uh without like a full warning and like uh, you need to tweet everybody, tell them your exact location. Cause, uh, it sounded to me, it sounded to me like if Deidre sees Pop Sun first, he will never see her last, if you know what I mean. So. You ever had those friends, like, you know, when you sit and you think about it and you reflect on life and God, and you go, I sure is glad she's my friend. Yes! That's what Deidre is. Yes. I don't, I don't be like, man, fuck it, fuck it, man, me and Deidre, man, if we ever get into it, fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. No, it's gonna be like, oh shit, she mad at me. <laughs> right? Like the I'm stuff, in trouble. the stuff that she says, the stuff that she says just, uh, flippantly about people is, uh, would hurt my soul. So I don't want, <laughs> I don't want her to talk about me. She said you mad because you ain't got a dick in your mouth. Right. No, it's not cool, right? Right. Like she. It was the first thing she said to old boy. You, what you mad because you ain't got a dick in your mouth? And I could hear her saying it. You made it worse. Like, like you want you want some dick and cookies? Like deep, like to be. You know what's funny, man? Uh, Of all the shit that y'all have talked about, people on where's my forty acres, right? 
and because it's like you know it's like uh shit talking is like uh, inclusion like mm-hmm. you get roasted and then that's kind of like you, you you know you're down when you get roasted kind of mm-hmm. deidre is the only one that i've seen people go on social media and call her out her name the only one yeah like i like like literally i've seen brandon say shit and like fucked up yeah. shit twan say mm-hmm. fucked up shit deidre is the only one where you see people on twitter like yeah bitch i will fuck you up i hate you it's like whatever it's, she said yeah. hurt because it's a female yep yeah her shit hurt the worst dog I, she just got that ether for you man yes she does it's the truth too but uh anyway man. Pussies, though, too, man. that's what it, that's what it really is yep because yeah, i've invited the, i've invited the people to come after me like why are you attacking her? I'm the one that said it. Come after me. Come after me. No, I'm going to go after Deidre. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead and do that. Right. Yeah, because uh, they think she's an easy target. Like, cool. I got some shit to retweet now, so thank you. Uh, we'll be I looking. I'm going to get back here, too. The white and the ant. I see, I see Deidre talking shit about people. I literally will just uh, find that conversation, like on a tweet deck, and then just retweet her parts. Like, 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 I know they be mad as shit. I'm just because like, they realize she gives not nay shit. Right? She be like, well, maybe it's just because you a little bitch. I'll be like, retweet. Mm-hmm. That must be that. I agree it with that. So much. <laughs> <laughs> it so much. So, so you to be like, fuck you, fuck your mouth, yo big fat cookie eating Kool Aid drinking ass bitch. Like, you're just a mad bitch, ain't you? Right. Oh, you didn't say that much. No, you know she got oh. that country voice too. So just to hear her say it, it's just yeah. lovely. Wow. She broke while laid down. I was like, God she damn. She said it with love, though. Like, with, she said right. that old country grandmother love. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she'll call you a bitch and bake you cornbread. Right. <laughs> that type of love. Now sit down and eat your biscuits. Yes, ma'am. Do you want a pecan pie on, on, t- on top of this smack I'm about to give your ass, yeah. boy? It's like, come on, little bitch. Ha- eat your grits, little bitch. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Why you sitting at the table and all frustrated eating them biscuits, bitch? <laughs> You're right. They are some good biscuits. I got some peach cobbler back there. You want some, too, boy? Now, grandma can't help the fact you on here being a pussy. <laughs> you don't act like you don't love her biscuits now. Come on. Now, that's, that's not some God intended giving me... He's cooking ability. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! All right, man. We got we got to move on to the comments, man. But thanks for calling in, Thank Brandon. You, Brandon, no problem, man. I let y'all. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Uh, yeah, that's my nigga, man. You can't be shading Brandon and think that's gonna just ride. Nope. Like I gotta at least defend my man. Now, yep. at the end of the day, I can't stop any. I can't make anyone like or dislike anyone else, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not co-signing no hatred of Brandon. Mm-mm. Like I said, that's my. You know, it's your nigga when y'all disagree and then you still can be cool. Like that's that means something to me. I don't yes, know what sir. it means to other people, but it means something to me because there's a lot of people that if we disagree, I just write them all. I'm like, I never really like. I just started cataloging our conversations. Like, you know, I don't think I've ever liked you, and this discussion that we're having is just. Uh, uh, you know, it's just the pinnacle. Of, this is just exactly why I need to cut your ass out of my life. Mm-hmm. But with Brandon, it's just like, uh, all right, well, we disagree. Anyway, nigga, you uh, like you want to get this Call of Duty or not? Um, yep. All right, so the poll for episode, um, I believe it was 341, uh, the girl listened to the show, was mm-hmm. if you're against gay marriage, are you homophobic? And I thought this would be very close to 100%, but I was wrong. Mm-hmm. 
and with our audience especially i think it's very telling because we have a pretty open-minded audience considering Mm -hmm. the amount of stuff that we say and do on the show yes sir yes people say yes if you're against gay marriage you're homophobic 60 percent so that means 40 percent of the people that listen to this show think no you're not homophobic if you're against gay marriage like that's that's a little bit that's a high number to me like, cause to me, it's like pretty much the definition of it. And I, and I would think you would just be cool and comfortable with your homophobia if you were against gay marriage. Like, yes, I'm homophobic, but I don't care. But apparently, and that's the part people don't want to embrace. Like, the I right. don't care part because a lot of people just don't want to be judged. They, mm-hmm. they want to separate it, and they want to think they're a good person, even though obviously what they're doing is not necessarily good. Just saying someone else can't be married. Yep. Um, Larian says, "How can you not be?" I mean, honestly, it takes entirely too much energy to want to fight against someone trying to validate their love and commitment for each other to not have it be some ignorance based hate slash fear. We as black people should most certainly be sympathetic to the cause, considering in the U.S. we have been the victims of such phobias. Religion is often the rationale, but the very same religion was used by slave masters to justify slavery. Marinate on that. Yeah. And also people would do this when they were like we don't want interracial marriage and they'd be like well it's the bible and they find some shit in the bible it's like the bible's long and it's a very uh poetic it's not fiction i mean it's not written as non-fiction so so much of it is like up to interpretation they'll find something and be like and uh they said black and white right here so that means y'all can't get married uh, A-Rod the Hyena says, I was going to say you can be against gay marriage and not be homophobic. But when you listen to the reasons that most people are against homosexual marriage, you cannot find one reason that is not homophobic. Right. Like, and you see, people aren't calling the show to defend why they're against gay marriage but and, and also not homophobic because there's no way to say it without sounding homophobic. It's sorry. It's just no way. You know, uh, I just don't agree with their choice. Like, well is your choice to have straight sex is that a choice or did you are you just attracted to women or attracted to men or whatever right not to mention you know people aren't gonna call up and defend it uh because i think i think some people don't really want to think about if they're homophobic or not no because uh, a lot of people want they want to consider themselves open-minded they want to consider themselves you know, I'll include anybody, but at the core, they really don't, and they don't want to express that. And when you go, I don't care, some, some people are more concerned about being nice and just the way people look at them versus saying, fuck you and moving on. Isaiah says, nah, son, you're not. Just like how having a young Latin boy blow you for $700 doesn't make you gay. Sarcasm, he ends that with. Charles S. says, come <laughs> on now. If, come on now, if you said indifferent, I would say no. But you actually feel you have the right to deny what someone else does with themselves? I believe the biggest pushback comes from people that feel like gay marriage or it passing invalidates all religious arguments against it. And what does that leave you with? Personally, I don't feel comfortable with slap. I personally don't feel comfortable with gay people. And I just don't want to change. So I'm prejudiced. So Charles is at least being real and being and like, being truthful. I'm against gay marriage, but I'm also uh, homophobic to some extent. I don't like slash feel comfortable with gay people. So, and like I said, I don't agree with him, but at I least he's being honest. You, like, and my thing is, that I will respect that opinion more than the other people. Right. Because it's like, no, no, I love gay people. I just can't ever want them to get married. You know, it's just funny. Because like, 
if people were fornicating no one's against that those people getting married ain't that the truth you know it's not like people pick and choose and for some reason gay is the worst tyrese gibson <laughs> writes in oh, Lord. Hmm, twitter chick homophobia chick equal chick-fil-a twitter chicken and homophobia equal chick-fil-a your thoughts on disconnection right okay that's from that tweet tyrell 713 says unless one is against all marriage i can i can't i can't see how being against gays being married is anything but discriminatory exactly it's really no there there aren't two ways to look at everything and um yeah this is wrong so yeah you're homophobic at least i think so and you don't have to uh give a fuck about my opinion Mm -hmm. i get it but yeah i think you are homophobic if you're against letting gay people get married like who gives a fuck there's so much stuff that is in the bible that is not illegal at this point you just have to be like you're clearly just doing this because you're uncomfortable with people being gay Mm -hmm. it's not even about the bible anymore um how do you feel about the olympics good bad or indifferent good 58 percent indifferent 42 percent which means bad zero percent exactly (laughs) so stop measuring everybody's fucking patriotism by the olympics watching true no one doesn't like the olympics all right all these people voted in the poll not one person said i don't like the olympics period so can we stop using this as the litmus test for how patriotic you are i know you know that dude wrote it's your blood red white and blue yeah that dude wrote the email man but like I've never heard anyone say, like, I dislike the Olympics. Uh, this is why I hate the Olympics. Like, mm-hmm. everyone either doesn't care or they like it. So that's about True. right. Uh, A-Rod the Hyena says, man, I spent an hour and a half watching female archery, and that shit had me so amped. I don't consider myself a sports junkie, but the Olympics turn you into one. It's probably the only time any of these sports matter to the mainstream public, and you love them for those four weeks, and then you could give a fuck for the next three years. Only problem I have is when else would you feel okay with a grown man crying and rooting for a 16-year-old girl, a, a scantily clad little girl? Isaiah says, I'm indifferent. However, I do enjoy track when it's the Olympics. I love track. I ran long distances high school. But, nigga, I hate watching track without them flags. It's boring. Especially a 1600 meter. Just like, just seeing niggas run around the track four times. Uh, the KC Stork says, Jamaica. Yeah, beer. I think, <laughs> I think that's a tank. Cause I think it's supposed to be Jamaica Hooray beer. Yes. So. <laughs> You take that, that red stripe. Yeah, the Casey start take well, least, that shit. Well, at least I got, yeah, at least I got the beer right. Shit, I was like, wait a minute, I won't fuck that up. That shit simple as fuck. He got that shit basic. Yeah, beer. <laughs> Hooray beer. Uh-huh, yeah, beer. That's a good one though. I like that. <laughs> I yeah, like that one beer. a lot. Oh man, <laughs> the case he started taking, he take that shit. <laughs> uh, red start, yeah, beer. <laughs> no, it's hooray beer. Yeah, that's not one of my tanks. DV Trill says, in all honesty, I don't really care about the Olympics. I'm one of the ones who will watch, who will not watch any of this again until 2016. But I do watch some events and gotta admit, I was excited. It was exciting watching the first black female gymnast win the gold. But once again, like you said, I'm not turning off the game off for it. Exactly. Plus, look at her hair. All right. Next. 
comment. Lance says, trying to get stabbed, son. Lance says, a friendly competition among the nations is the best of humanity. Seeing opponents from other countries engaging in sportsmanship. It's great. And up top for women's track. Mm. Understood, sir. I know what you were looking at. Them cakes. Them girls are running, too. Uh, also, um, we had Sarah J on episode 343, mm-hmm. Team BJ and a DJ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had a com, we had a poll. The poll was, what is the best spot in the blowjob line? The start, the middle, or the end? Now, I picked the middle. You know, I, t- I, I explained my reasons. Sarah J said the middle was the best. Um, but, you know, you can't get over dudes. Like, dudes have an insecurity about being after someone else. Because I don't know why. Maybe they feel like that makes them gay. It's like, we gonna run the train. I gotta go first. Like, you're gonna be sitting up there making sweet love to her or some shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway. All um, the morals should be out by the end. Yeah. What is the best spot in the blowjob blow line? The start, 62% of people say the start. 27% say the middle. And 12 said the end. So, there's some brave campers out there that want the, uh, the blowjob. just like 90% hand job and... Her mouth's all tired and shit, but uh, good I on you. I guess so. Uh, let's see with the comments. I guess I'm going to be the man to say the middle. Well, Isaiah, I guess I'm looking at the man in the middle. Uh, maybe he should make a change. I don't want to be in the start and come too fast in front of all those people and start the BJ off. Um, yeah, I think if I was in the front and I came too fast, I would probably leave. I wouldn't sit around and eat a sandwich, Mm-mm. but to each their own. Mm-hmm. Jump off 178 says, I picked the middle. That's the perfect spot to be, in my opinion. But after careful study of many of Miss J's videos, I wouldn't dare say no to the first or the last with her. I hear you jump off. Mm-hmm. Brandon, uh, Brandon APA says, it has to be the start. Her jaws are fresh, fatigue free. Her mouth should be full of saliva. Most likely, she would go all out, all out anyway to see how fast she can make you bust so she can go on to the next one. But just hold on, my nigga, and withstand the full of oil blitz by thinking of unsexy things like world hunger, soil pennies, and a Republican winning the White House. <laughs> Tyrell713 says, not to be just putting it out there, but I once was in a blowjob line. Seriously, the things that happen in the hood. Y'all yeah, was offered to be in a blowjob line once before when I was in college. I I declined. <laughs> and believe me, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, people was coming up to our room like, hey, man, so-so blowing people downstairs. I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Now I'm okay. I know Sarah J been tested. The rest of mm-hmm. yeah. good. I think I'm going to just play some more That's Xbox. That's right. And believe me, the middleman had his benefits. So he was in the middle. True story, the same chick I lost my virginity to. Yeah, she got around, but that's cool. LOL. Oh, good for you, Tyrell. Uh, Not a virgin anymore, sir. We had one comment on the episode from Mr. Span. He said, the one reason I would want mine in the beginning is because I don't like a hand job with my blow job. LOL. By the time she got to the middle, I'll just feel like it would be more hand pulling and less mouth sucking. LOL. But then again, I do live in Detroit. Yeah, you do. (laughs) He sure does. Take that all with a grain of salt, people. When you're talking to a man from Detroit, you don't know what the hell could be going through his mind. I know okay? so. This is a man that has seen the the most disgusting stuff in 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 humanity. 
has happened on his watch in Detroit. So I clear has. Who, who knows what the hell's going on we, with that man? We're gonna have to get him from out of there. Run, Mr. Span, run. Be free, nigga. Be free. All right, we got some e of. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. We got some uh, emails. Yeah, I said it right. Uh, let's go ahead and check these out real quick. Um, Malcolm Edge says. Uh, <clears throat> I would, I believe wholeheartedly that a person can be, episode 341, I believe wholeheartedly that a person can be anti-gay marriage and not hate gays. Uh, yeah, okay, this is the dude who wrote us last time. And I said, uh, I corrected myself then and said, hate might be too strong of a word, cause he said, so wait, if you don't, are against gay marriage, you hate gays? And I was like, you know what, I, I, I gotta retract that. I don't wanna say hate. That's probably too strong of a word. Uh, but you are definitely homophobic and you're definitely not, not, um, comfortable with it. Uh, but what he's doing, I think, is singling in on the word hate on purpose to try to make me seem like I'm being so extreme that his homophobia is okay. You know what I mean? Like, yep. oh, you said hate. So, so I'm just, and I'm like, well, I didn't mean hate. I just mean that you're homophobic or you're uncomfortable with it. Oh, no, no, no. You said hate. You said hate. And so it's like, he's stuck on saying, may, like, he needs me to say hate for him to feel like he's right. And I, mm-hmm. I, I and like I said, I retracted that. So I'll say homophobic, uh, towards gays. Anyway, I believe wholeheartedly that a person could be anti-gay marriage and not hate gays. I can hate war, not soldiers, right? Well, that's a horrible comparison and not the same, Malcolm. No, uh, sure not. Yeah, that's, that's actually not, not the same. Uh, that, that's like saying I hate people being gay, but not the person, which I also think is dumb. Um, anyway, I'm anti-gay marriage because why would you want holy, quote unquote, matrimony when you don't want to try to abide by the holy Bible? Well, does anybody try to abide by the holy Bible? I mean, honestly, like, uh, are you sin free? Isn't the point of your beliefs to be that you can be a sinner and still, uh, you're never far from the love of God and that you will be accepted anyway? Isn't that supposed to be what Jesus was teaching? Not do these, these rules or else? Like, isn't, you know, isn't that the whole point of the New Testament? You know, and like I said, I'm not a religious person, but it seems so obvious to me. Like, if if I was religious, um, the you know the idea that well if you're gay you're automatically against the holy Bible or some shit like that seems kind of dumb because like I said people fornicate people cheat on each other people get divorced you know and there's no amendment about well should we allow people to get divorced there's no amendment for that but you're not supposed to get divorced according to the Bible. Right. Marriage is supposed to be forever and ever till death do you part. But we allow that because we know that that is not realistic and it's not our reality. And it's kind of dumb. So, yeah, I think uh, you using the Bible to to justify being a homophobe is not really swaying me one way or another. You know, especially since I'm not religious, it's really not swaying me like you might as well be using the fucking the I, I'm I'm using the god from Final Fantasy Seven. Like I don't give a fuck about the rules for Final Fantasy Seven. With the, so two people in love can't get married because Final Fantasy Seven says no. Like I don't care what you believe in. That's stupid. Anyway, um, I know pro gay rights activists crap on people who see homosexuality as a sin, but I do. Okay, so. Pro-gray rights activist people will crap on you. Understood. They are no di- they are no different from an adulterer or a whoremonger. 
yeah except an adulterer can actually get married in america and so can a whoremonger yes they can that's the that's the problem if if they're not different then why do we have to separate them and be like you don't have this right to get married to a consenting adult why why do we have to fight that that's all i'm saying um and and the thing is like they're not really saying like uh necessarily holy matrimony it's not necessarily the church it's the government that they want recognition from. So even when you start talking about the Bible and holy matter, fuck all that. They, they could be two atheist gay people getting married. It's not about the church recognizing them not so, so much as the government recognizing it as an equal partnership. That's what it's about to them, you know? So I think that's a little disingenuous. Um, sin is sin, he says. I don't have a heaven or hell to put anyone in. I treat everyone the same unless they're gay and want to get married. Okay, I added that sentence. He says, I treat everyone the same. I have a gay coworker that I talk to like any other dude. I don't look down on him. Well, do y'all talk about him getting married? Nope. Right. Because I have a feeling that if, like, you know, and it's that thing, too, where, like, you know certain people. You know your coworkers. You know friends. And there's certain people you cut off at certain lines. So it's like if someone starts talking to you and they bring up something about race and you just go, yep, not comfortable with this. So you don't talk about it with them. So unless you would, you say this, your gay coworker, and you talk to him like any other dude. Okay, so if a straight coworker said, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna try to get married in June," uh, do you go, uh, "Okay, cool," you know, like that's cool? And then if your gay coworker brings it up, do you say, "Well, that's a sin. I don't believe in that." Because no, because I, that's where the difference starts. No, because it's, it's, it's a lot of people protest, but a lot of people would never say these things to people's faces, and that's back to that bubble thing. Yeah, it's real easy to be in a bubble and, and have all these protests and what well, I don't like this and I don't like that. When you don't have to look these people in your in their faces, when when, when your uh, fight doesn't have a, a, a eyes or ears or able to respond to you. And also, I think the idea and what he's trying to trap me into a corner of being is like. Well, uh, you say I hate gay people, so I don't hate this dude. I work with him, and I don't try to kill him. You know, and I'm like, right, okay, so I took off hate. You're uncomfortable with it, and you're homophobic to some extent. I don't mean you kill people dragging behind your truck. Mm -mm. I just think you're homophobic. You're uncomfortable with people being gay. And, uh, you know, whether you can have a conversation with someone at work is completely different than actually having uh someone and, and accepting them true it's a completely different thing like that doesn't mean shit to me i work with people i disagree with on a lot of shit and i don't mm-hmm. say and we work together we can have a conversation but that doesn't mean they accept me at all so, i know it's so i don't look down on him i know you mentioned some levitical laws that people gloss over but i'm not going to argue theology with you i can hate the sin and love the person uh by the way you did use the word hate several times yeah, which I corrected, but um, yeah, like I said, uh, you need me to say that so that you can have something to argue against. And I think you can't argue that you are indeed homophobic and uncomfortable with people being gay to some extent, and that's why you're against gay marriage. I don't think you can argue that. So uh, fuck the hate part of it, but or, or harp on the hate part. I don't care. if Whatever you need to do to live with yourself. Um, and that type of bigotry do, but, uh, it's just my opinion. It's just your opinion. Uh, truth of the matter. None of it's going to change the world and, uh, we're probably not going to change each other. So definitely understand, uh, why that's the person's name, the letter Y. Cause they don't want me to use a government name. Feedback number three thirty eight. Why writes in dear Rod and Karen. Uh, 
everybody always says oh wait <laughs> dear karen and rod everybody always says rod and karen so he's oh, thank they you. It. yeah i am a faithful listener and love the show of course just listening to karen forgives rod don't 338 and i could not agree with you more about college players and how they do not receive the respect they deserve my husband and i talk about this all the time and we cannot believe that people always want to talk much crap about the players and their lifestyles tattoos etc etc when they're talking all taking all the risk with their life for somebody else's enjoyment and financial gain I have a new level of respect for you all talking about how sports dominated by black players ultimately benefit benefit the education of white people. I would like to go one step further and say it goes beyond education because coaches, assistants, presidents of the institution, etc. are all being paid while players are not. Yeah, I mean, that is the game of college. That is like it's funny how accepted it is by people because they love sports, but it is completely ass backwards and stupid. It is ridiculous that our measurement of a school's excellence is really sports mm-hmm. like it really is man and and and, and 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 i think for me the part that upsets me is it's nothing about education so i get angry with people be like well you got a free education fuck that you don't give a shit about education quit pretending and quit acting like we all care about these people's education well people only question it when it doesn't go completely to the way of where the students are getting fucked like where the players are getting fucked like anytime something disrupts that balance that's when the ncaa normally comes in and throws a hammer down you know, it's like, hey, this dude got a tattoo and because he's a football player. It's like, what? That has to stop. Shut this school down. You know, that's when people get mad. But any other time that it just goes the way it's supposed to go, nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anybody making the argument that players get it. Uh, players getting paid would result in corruption is entitled to their opinion, but they are wrong and misinformed. I, mu- I would also need them to do some research on things in history because every step of it is wrapped in corruption. Just wanted to give you my thoughts. Your faithful listener, why? And uh, yeah, and no problem, why? And uh, yeah, I, I I just don't get it, man. I, I mean, I get why there's a disconnect, and it's kind of like the same thing with people that are homophobic but don't want to be labeled homophobic. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a bad guy. You just want to be a good person. Yep. So you want to like what you like, and then whenever something comes up that kind of hits you in the face, like, yeah, well, if you like this thing, you're kind of contributing to this. It's like, no, I'm a good person. Yeah, instead of just saying, yeah, that's me, fuck you, and move on. Yeah. My massage from Nikki. Oh, Nikki has a story about a massage, too. Oh, snap. Oh, you we know got what the this super, means. super sexy African jungle music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, me, let me look up some African rain real quick. See what, uh, see what we got. Uh, what is this? Is this sexy enough? Yeah, this, this got pretty sexy. Yeah, that's <clears> about <throat> the speed. Nikki says, Hey, Rod and Karen. It's at Miss Nerdy Nikki, the official Negro of Arizona. Yeah, the only one. Yep. I want to comment on the massage. I get massages at least twice a month. Me personally, I strip all the way down. No clothes. Oh, you ain't playing, girl. And I prefer a male to do my massages. Mm. 
You let a man put his hands all over your Big, body. Strong manly hands all over her body. Slowly <laughs> massaging all the stresses of the week away. Yes, sir. If I have to do, if I have to have a woman do my massage, I prefer an Asian woman. Mm. Mm. Yes, one of also one the, of my the, favorite the, sections of porn. Yeah, does she do kung fu? Kung, you know, kung, kung fu spawn over there. They have the good strong hands too. Don't sleep on those five foot one, one hundred twenty pound Asian ladies. They can go to work. I work out a lot, so I need good strong hands to massage me out. Mm, I bet you do. <laughs> and yes, they do massage the buttocks. <laughs> Mm, do they smack it up, flip it, rub it down with massage oil? Oh, no. After doing all those squats, getting the kinks out. Well, it's getting kinky, all right. <laughs> yes, it is. And no, Rod, there is not a happy ending. Get your mind out of the gutter. All right, fine. Jesus. <laughs> my husband knows my preference, and he doesn't mind. All right. Good, good email, Nerdy Nikki. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Snacktivism. Oh, we rushing on now? <laughs> Dark Kent writes in. <laughs> Uh, snacktivism. Sup, Rod and Karen? Church. I felt the same way about the whole Chick-fil-A thing. The other day I read my Facebook news feed and I saw a friend from back in the day post this. Heads up. The quote is in Jamaican Patois. Uh, I don't know. But it says, uh, 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 if you, it says, if you don't like the owner of a company, believe in what if you don't like that the owner of a company believe in what God said is wrong and then move on, you chee-chee birds. That's that's what they call like gay people and stuff. Oh. Chick-fil-A isn't going to serve no chee-chee chicken, so no kick rock. So go kick rock and go to Mick D.D. if your fee-fee so against God law. Oh, it must be the way they went down. Soon they make McDonald's. Yeah. At first, I was like, ah, okay, yeah, if you don't like what they say, eat someplace else. Then, for whatever reason, I clicked on that, on this page and found this. It's a Chick-fil-A support sign. It says, thank you, Chick-fil-A. I support the company because you are not ashamed to go by the word of God in a country where it is not politically correct to do so. This life is temporary. Life after death is eternal. Share to show you will uh, take a stand with them. So I guess people were sharing this picture. And then another one they sent, uh, it says, and this, uh, it's a face, it's a Facebook page. It says, from, from you name gay, Jamaicans must beat you. From you name gay, Jamaicans must beat you. And it's a picture of someone from the U.S., uh, track star. Um, so it says, then I thought, then my thought was, damn, nigga, is really, is it really that serious? Why are you spending so much time thinking about what other people do in their bedroom? Nothing like 1990s buju bonton ass bigotry on your news feed to clearly define what side of the argument you're on. It's like seeing your old friends post a status message, Passion of the Christ was a great movie. Then you click on this page and see swastikas and anti-Semitic comments on his wall, shaking my damn head. 2012, son, nobody likes a bigot. I ain't gonna lie, that chicken sandwich, waffle fries, and banana putting milkshake sounds like heaven in my fat ass and i would have drove i would have drove to jersey to get that jump off but now the politics is mandatory with the meal and it ain't worth the trip yeah that's how i feel really it's just too much now it's like like i i gotta i gotta get politically checked out every time i have a fucking sandwich like i don't know man at first i was kind of like uh everybody calm down in the passover but now it's just like Really, man, I don't want to be in the same line and turn around behind me and like the clans behind me and you know, <laughs> like, like, get like up top. Keep, am I right? Keep, keep like, buying, uh, keep buying that chicken, nigga. Yeah, 
uh late email for the feedback show from jay full he says hey rod and karen sorry for the late email unless you read it next week but rod i want your opinion on something as a lone negro in your white friends group i figured you know what to do I have a white friend who's a lawyer out in L.A. and his office does a football pool every year. The guy who organizes the pool is black. And the people who participate in the pool are the lawyers at the firm, including the important lawyers like the partners. So this year, the black guy says he's charging everybody an extra dollar to enter the pool every week to compensate him for all the time it takes to organize stuff and do payouts, etc. So I think the pool is like $5 a week, so he charged $6 a week. He sends it in a, he sends it in an email to everybody in the pool. So then this white guy responds to the whole pool email and says, why are you charging us an extra dollar? Did the prices go up at church's chicken? Yikes. Oh, uh... That dude got to get punched in the face, right? Question mark. Apparently I was in a, it was an inside joke, but you can bring the inside. You can't be bringing the inside racial jokes into the workplace. Has a situation like this ever happened to you with your white friends? That's a foul, right? Number one, uh, uh, this is different because this is work email. Yep. And y'all probably shouldn't be doing this shit on work email anyway. Nope. But whatever. People do this shit all the time. It's work email, so it's different. I don't think those jokes should fly in the workplace. Mm -mm. But as far as if you want to know what my white friends, oh, yeah, that's nothing. I I might chuckle at that or walk away. Like, I wouldn't be mad about that at all. Um, like my, my white friends never call, like, like I said, I had one time where one of them, uh, said the N word around me and I just straightened him out. Uh, and that was in, in public and, and, you know, we were all hanging out together. I was like, Hey man, I, I get that you're trying to be funny and shit, but that's not cool. Yeah, with me. And even the other ones started correcting him. Hey dog, you can't yeah. be doing that. So that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of over the line, but any racial joke they make, I'm cool with. They actually are a little more uptight about it than they think I'm going to get mad. Yes, they do. I'm like, uh, y'all don't know me, apparently, because I don't get mad at any of this shit. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, but, um, no. Nah. So I, I wouldn't get mad at all at this, uh, other than the fact that it happened in the work email function. Yes. And if I had a problem with it, you know, I would privately email the dude like, hey, dude, that's a little over the line. But if it's an inside joke between him and that dude and you're just going to be causing waves for no reason, I wouldn't respond i just let it go and walk away man they might be friends like that i i know that uh like i said pretty much all my friends are assholes so it doesn't really uh you know maybe i'm a bad person to ask because yeah, <laughs> that's tame to and, me and, I, and i'm assuming that whoever running this pool um must assume that everybody gonna pay because fuck that we pay up front well, no, it's a pool, which is different than fancy football. Oh, my bad. So it's like every week, you know, you, you pick all the games and then the winner gets prize oh, money. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's yeah. like the pick'ems? Yeah, yeah. Okay, which is a little different than what we do. All right, man. Well, this has been the Blackout Test. We'll see you guys tomorrow uh, about we 9 will. o'clock uh, with the Hot Fire Starter crew. Um, coming at y'all with another podcast. Yep, yep. So, uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. Dot S N D A T. And the show Twitter is at TBGWT. Leave us five star reviews at iTunes. Don't forget, guys, we do need those. And if you haven't done one yet, what the fuck are you waiting for? I know so. I mean, come on, man. You see people calling in saying how great we are. Why can't you be great and leave us a five star review? Yes, you get your voice. You get your voice. I mean, you get your name read on the radio. Email the show, theblackoutters at gmail.com. Call the show, 704 557 0186. 
um talk to us live saturday mornings or leave us a voicemail um uh, donate all that stuff at the blackouttest.com donate your account you know what to do mm-hmm. get off your ass and do it all right man uh until next time love you you too baby Mwah. Turns me off At this time you have to